wouldn't it be great if when you went to buy a computer or after you bought a computer if you had any questions you could ask a genius well that's what we've got this is called the genius bar I'm sorry, I'm late. I've been uh, running around like a chicken with its head cut off all day. How, how are you guys? I just got off work. Hello! And welcome to Genius Part. We start with a copyright strike. That's great. This is what the cool influencers <laughs> do, right? They have like their Gucci bags and like their Louis Vuitton. Right. Yes. You came in with have... all your bags and I thought the price was yes. the price is right theme would be the best. Also, we just have we really just good. happen to have Quinn here from Snazzy Lab sitting with us, everyone. Welcome oh. to the show. Sam, going, you guys? have you have an applause thing? There we go. Yeah. Quinn from Snazzy Labs, world famous YouTube channel, best in the business. He is my favorite YouTuber today. Mm, thank you. That's my, an honor. I, I still reserve uh, whoever the next guest is. We don't have one like lined up, but they if you if you watch that episode in the future, uh, Quinn, and you're like, hey, he said I was his favorite. If I happen to say the other guest is my favorite, it's just like a you know, it's just a thing that I have to do. It's just formality. Me. I get it. Yeah, I get it. Right. <laughs> Uh, that's John speaking for himself there. I think Quinn is my favorite YouTuber. Okay. And I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna put Thank a stipulation you. on there. I'm no. not putting a stipulation. <laughs> I would, dude, if you guys have not watched his MacBook Pro video that he just put out a couple days ago, it's just like, it answers every question anyone's ever had. And it's really good. And he's the dude who found out that the notch issue was a problem. Oh like, yeah. Single-handedly forced Apple to address the notch issue in one day. Yes. That was all me. That was all me. Um, dude, no, it was cool. you. Credit for everything. <laughs> It was you. <laughs> Who else? They you made you made a tweet like, what? I feel like it was later in the night. Yeah, and then it, it got like picked up like immediately. And then the next day they had it fixed. You don't think that's you? Coincidence? No. no. I didn't I, see. I, I didn't see so. Mac rumors covering anyone else's notch tweet. <laughs> well, I don't know. Who knows? All I know. I, I asked know him. Is that it, it further cemented me never getting an invite to an event. So. Oh, you can join Sam. <laughs> Quinn, I was going to ask about that. Because um, so for those of you guys that don't know, Quinn has been making videos for, it's been well over 10 years now, right? Yeah. Uh, okay. 12. 12 oh, thir years? Thir 13 in December. So can you're you pretty close that? to retirement, huh? Uh, yeah. No. In, in two years, I will, be, I will have been making videos longer in my life than I haven't been making videos. What? what? And that's crazy. That's nutty. That's crazy. Yeah. Whoa. So, so yeah, Quinn makes so many great videos. Like if the Rivian video, like I was, it was, I'm fanning out, but it was a fantastic video. Like as somebody very interested in electrification and like drives a Tesla, seeing the, the, the take on the Rivian R1T and like you getting to drive it, dude, that car. So sick. First of all, second of all, I just watched your MacBook pro video. It was really good. Basically Quinn is uh Quinn does the, the work that John and I should do, but we're too <laughs> lazy to. So we just cover news. So yes, he's like, if John exactly and I were a person, oh, oh and well, he's just like got really good takes about most things. So. Yeah, like if uh, I don't know about that, but I appreciate it. Quinn is us if we like did any amount of work. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, actually, Sam, you do you at least do more work than I do. Yeah, I do it maybe a little bit more. It's yeah. like it's a tier list. So like, as you look from the right to the left <laughs> of the screen, it's like tier one influencer, tier yeah. two, and then <laughs> tier three. I think so. Yeah. I okay. I gotta ask Quinn. Where's your AirPods review? Uh, it's, 
No, no I, excuses. I, I, hold on. It's, I'll send you a link right now. It's ready to be viewed. I am waiting on a sponsor to approve the. Mm. Oh, isn't that the worst? Yeah, it's been done since Friday. We, oh, so. oh, wait. So that's who named the sponsor? Oh, you'll find out. <laughs> okay, well, yeah. I blame them for everything. Don't, don't yeah. make them yeah. out, dude. He's not going to burn the bridge. <laughs> no, I will get <laughs> the video stuff to go live. No. I will, well, as soon as the, as soon as it goes out, I'm going to blame the sponsor for them for them <laughs> preventing me from watching this review early. I should have had yeah. it on Friday. You should have. It's should've. it's a uh, it's been mm. sitting there. It's getting old. That's I why I'm seeing people uh, putting theirs up, and I'm like, mm, Sam uh-oh. and I are revolutionizing the creator economy in the back end because <laughs> we had one meeting. <laughs> we had one meeting with uh with an ad agency that does our uh the, they do this this show our podcast. They don't do mm. YouTube stuff though. And we sort of had to explain to them the difference and the difference in how uh, stuff works on the back end of YouTube because it's all foreign to them. And they don't understand that like other brands will make you have the whole video approved with the ads in and all this other stuff for this agency. Our agency is just like they get the read for us. We don't have to go by the script. Obviously, Sam and I can't read, so we won't go by a script. <laughs> and then uh, they just say, hey, on this day, talk about this person. And then we're like, OK, this brand on this day, that's it. That's that's our obligation. Yeah, that's good. Luckily, um, if we go back to the the tier list of of how much YouTubers work, if if we reverse mm-hmm. it in the other direction, that's how I am with integrations. To to their credit, <laughs> I did send it to them Friday, so yes. that's a bad okay. day to send for approval. I, yeah, and uh, yeah. and I'm sure they would have approved just the ad. I'm like famously bad at, at getting videos done in advance. I usually get it done, and then I'm like, okay. Let's push it right now. We're in the morning. Yeah. And so usually, yep. usually they're like, where's the video? Where's the video? Yeah. I'm like, it's coming. Same. It's coming. I'm working on it. And then they're like, it was supposed to be done. And then I'm like, here it is. Why haven't you approved it yet? Dude, we started. I, yeah. So we got in here at like, I want to say 9.15, like 15 minutes late. That's good mm-hmm. for Sam and I. That is good. We are historically like, and we always take turns. If I'm on time, he's an hour late. Or if he's on mm-hmm. time, I'm an hour late. It never fails. And he was like, I texted Sam, no response. So I called him like at nine oh three, and he's like, "Ah, I've gone, I've gone in my apartment now." That is, it's chaos before the show every single week. Never fails. Yeah, well, that's good. At least you've got stuff set up and ready to go. I had to get here like twenty minutes early to plug crap in, and I mean, speaking of, you are uh, you're streaming straight out of a dentist's office. It looks like Mm -hmm. I am, and uh, (laughs) I'm the same color as the wall. The wall's the same color as the floor. These are things that we're going to iron out over time, but it's going to take a little bit. You like your new studio though, so far? Um, I love it. It's been uh, it's great. It's in an awesome location. It's huge compared to what we were in before. Like before, we had like 300 square feet, and the new Mm -hmm. place is like 1,300. So it's massive by comparison, dude. and uh, yeah, it looks like a dentist's office, but we're playing into like the <laughs> laboratories trope. So we yeah. bought like beakers from Alibaba and everyone's oh, like, that's don't really use cool. these for actual science. They'll blow up on you, but I'm just going to have them in the background as a prop. So yeah, um, we have lots of fun stuff planned. It's just uh, takes several months to get I mean, you could really up, sell but. this spot in particular if you just got those like charts from the dentist's office, like of a mouth, <laughs> like the whole anatomy of a mouth and just put it behind you. I think it works back there. I know, right? Well, and I've got like our content calendar. I was, uh, I, dude, and, I was uh, like, I was hardcore peeking trying to see if I can spoil well, anything back there. Yeah, I you should. Um, and then, uh, you know, as I'm like here on the stream, I'm like, that probably was not the best place to put it. <laughs> I mean, is there anything here, important? Like, calendar on this wall? That's great. Yeah. Do I have to, are you going to tell me at the end, like, hey man, can, before this goes out, can you like blur that every time you cut to me? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> no, nah, I don't care. You can steal my ideas. They're not great anyway. So. <laughs> Well, 
Yes, they are, Quinn. Until your AirPods review is out, I guess we could steal that. Yeah, you could do one of those. <laughs> I don't have yeah, that. Might though. not be out for weeks at this point. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, are you allowed to give us any preview of your thoughts on them without spoiling sure. the video? Sure. Um, AirPods three, by the way, is what we're talking about for future reference. They're 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 fine. Um, okay. <laughs> I actually think that no, I think they're good. Um, they're way better than the AirPods two. But my conclusion is kind of like unless the AirPods Pro don't work for you. Don't buy them because the AirPods Pro are almost always within twenty to thirty dollars. Sometimes they're the same price, like they're the same price at Walmart right now, mm-hmm. and they're so much better. And they have active noise canceling, and the sound quality is better. So unless you like the AirPods Pro, literally do not work for your ears, which they don't for some people. AirPods two, Sam. AirPods three. Sam is <laughs> a little baby. His his little baby ears don't fit mm-hmm. with the AirPods Pro. Yeah, so if they don't work, then they're a huge improvement from the AirPods 1 or 2. But they're also similar in shape to the AirPods Pro. So I've seen a lot of people uh-huh. that are like, I don't want to do this because the AirPods Pro don't fit in my ears and neither do these. Mm-hmm. And so I just have to keep using AirPods 2. But maybe that's why they kept them around. They're cheaper, mm-hmm. under 30 bucks. I mean, Sam, have you adjusted? Do you want your, do you want, are so, you ready to go to AirPods Pro like a grown up yet? <sighs> I, I've come to the, I was running tonight actually. And I was having this thought on my run that I think I'm just a bad reviewer because I don't think that my takes are ever the consensus that most people will experience. And I feel like that's always my goal is I'm like, I want to describe this so that the greatest number of people that would come into contact with my piece of content would be like, oh yeah, like this resonates when I touch this thing or, or I stay away from it because I know I would feel the same way. Mm-hmm. And I've got this weird phenomena, Quinn and John, with my AirPods 3. Okay. Where my AirPods 2s sound significantly better. Hmm. Oh, and yeah, I you said that in why. your video, your initial it, video, but you still agree with that? The only thing that makes sense to me is that I feel like the AirPods 2s sit closer to my eardrum, creating a better seal. Yeah. The 3s are the most comfortable of any AirPods of all three of the first, second, and the pros. Okay. AirPods 3, I literally forget they're in my ear sometimes. And I'm like, oh, wait, this is really good. But it it feels, it sounds to me as if my AirPods 2 or pros would be like slightly starting to fall out of my ear. Like, you know how that seal gets broken and there's a bit mm-hmm. more room for the audio to escape and go other places. So that's been my like problem with these is, is I love them and I'm, I'm switching to them full time and I'm willing to sacrifice the sound for the comfort, but I'm disappointed that the 2019 AirPods still sound better to me if, if it was just about the quality. Yeah. Seal is king. And, and that's the truth of, especially on the bass response. If you can't get a seal, they're not going to sound bassy at all. They're sibling and they're harsh and they're, and that's part of the reason why I, and I think most people didn't jive with the AirPods one and two is you know, the, the actual kind of where the opening is on the headphone is like 90 degrees and most ear canals are slightly sloped, which is why you got that wishbone design on the pros and the, and on the AirPods three. But if you've just got, you know, weird little ears, then I <laughs> guess the AirPods two are, <laughs> yeah, I got a little better. Pod. Dude, my, my ears, they have my, it's literally just my ear hole and my eardrum. Like it's just a straight line. It's it's a straight line between the two. That's what I'm hearing. Cause yeah, the the twos sound better. And I I'm torn, like I said, just because I, I love the design. I love like the things like spatial audio and the water resistance of the, of the threes. And you know, we were talking about people that the pros don't work for, and I'm one of them. In ear, it could be AirPods Pro, it could be the new beats, studio buds, it could be anything. The in-ear does not work for my ear, no matter how much I want it to. 
So I've been stuck using AirPods 2, which have less features. So then I was like, oh, the threes are going to be the perfect middle ground. And, you know, they are in comfort. Like they're, they're so comfortable for me. It's just, you know, at the end of the day, I, I love audio and it's, it's been disappointing. You know, I guess like we have, I have the maxes as well. Are you going to return I, them? I listen to. I don't think so. I okay. Think so. I was going to say, they, that'd they be so truly... sad because like for a full year, you've been talking about AirPods 3 and how excited yeah. you are. And then they don't work. You don't like them. Yeah. Did you try the threes yet, John? No. I, I'm going to use okay. AirPods Pro like a grown-up. <laughs> <laughs> but but use your little baby iPad Air yeah. and your little MacBook. Hey, you shut you up! And your, okay. I, and your iPad Mini. iPad no. Mini user. No. He's an iPad. He says, no. I'm going to use AirPods Pro like a grown-up. He uses the cheapest Apple. Like, no. Real iPad. Come on. No. Get a Dog, the iPad Mini, if they made an iPad Pro in, in tiny little mini size, okay, fine. Wow, I'll be able to... But they don't. I'll be able to browse Twitter real fast, Sam. Quinn, I'm curious. Did you uh, get your hands on the iPad Mini? I can't remember if I saw a video. Yeah. Okay. Um, and it's the best. Okay, back to me. It's, it's good. It's good. Uh, I was. We were going to do a review on it, and it's just been like pushed back and back and back because uh-huh. we didn't really expect the MacBook stuff to come out like now. I was yeah. kind of thinking they would announce it, and there'd be you know like. Hang on, I'm going to go get thing. mine. I'm going to get it. So, <laughs> uh, I've got mine. I like it. There are aspects of it that really frustrate me. Um, so that's why I want to do a review because I haven't seen one where I'm like, this perfectly summarizes my ideas. But in general, mm-hmm. it's an enjoyable device. I am using it more than I use my iPad Pro. Um, Interesting. But it's also because my iPad Pro, just because they're so big and they, you know, I've got the Magic Keyboard that that has kind of been displaced by the new MacBooks. So Gotcha. Yeah. All right, I'm back. I'm curious. I'm over here now. Your experience with the iPad Mini, you said there were some things that frustrated you. Do you want to preview what those things are because i'm curious if they're the same things that have sure. frustrated me um the refresh rate is tripping me out um no and You're one of yeah. those <laughs> and well and it's not even the jelly scrolling although that is a thing um, it just feels so jarring and i think it's because of the size of the display um when you're on mm-hmm. a larger display size it, it's not so weird but when you make it small it just feels so juddery and so weird and now that everything i'm using from my phone to my Mac is ProMotion moving to the iPad. I'm like, <laughs> and then the other thing that I, I don't really love is just how there's like so many weird UI inconsistencies. And I'm sure that those will get resolved, but it just, so many apps feel like they're not designed for a display that small because frankly, they, they haven't been for years. And so no. some of the touch targets and some of that stuff, I'm like, mm, too tiny. But no, I, I do like it. I still use it. I was t- I was telling Sam it's my most used iPad. See, so, yeah. thank you. You mean it's not the iPad Pro? No, that's in a See, drawer. The, I think the battery's dead. <laughs> okay, that's what I'm saying. Sam <laughs> has a problem with me having YouTube money and buying not iPad Pro, not buying Pro everything. Yeah, I do. But he but he has AirPods three because his little baby ears can't wear the Pros. <laughs> you know what? You know what? This conversation made me realize. I'm happy that Apple offers a diversity of products so that everybody can get what they like. You know, it's not just only high-end stuff. It's not just one iPad, one iPhone that some people would like or not like. We've now got four different iPads, four different sized iPhone or four different iPhone. Well, yeah, technically four different sized iPhones with the iPhone SE. I mean, Mm -hmm. I was thinking about that the other day, like with AirPods 3, it completed, we talked about this last week, like the the low tier, middle tier, high tier for Apple. Agreed. You know... Not everyone might have a preference for every Apple product. You know what I mean? Like, it might not work for everybody. But you know what does work for everybody all the time, Sam? I, John, I, I can I can feel it. What is it? Tell me. It's I cereal. It. Everyone loves oh. cereal. Every, oh, fuck you, Siri. She popped up on my computer because I said cereal. 
She loves no. cereal. Siri That's why she loves, loves cereal. She said, I love Everyone cereal. Everyone loves cereal. Do we have a, an applause button? Magic Spoon, everybody. Everyone's favorite cereal. Sam, tell us a oh. little bit about it. It's your favorite. It's it's your favorite sponsor, so you should lead it. You know, John, there's no box in my hand this week. You might be saying that's weird. Sam has a box of Magic Spoon in his hand every week since they've started doing the ad. Is it just because he didn't want to okay, get up? That's okay because I have my iPad Mini and I can make it look. Like a box of Magic Spoon. It's possible, but it could also be possible that I'm out because I've been eating this stuff like crazy. Because you guys know how it is growing up when you're a little kid, you can basically eat whatever and you still look like a dime piece. But when you start getting a little bit older, you're like, ooh, you know, maybe, maybe I shouldn't be eating four bowls of cereal every night because, you know, it's not great. But what if you could eat a cereal that was good? What if you could eat a cereal with zero grams of sugar per serving, 13, 14 grams of protein per serving, and only four grams of net carbs in each serving, only 140 calories a serving. You might be saying, wait, wait, zero grams of sugar, 34 grams of protein, barely any carbs, and only 140 calories. There's got to be a drawback. Uh, no, because it's keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb. I stole John's line. That's what it looks like. It's, it's a phenomenal deal. Because Does this look like a Magic box of spin, cereal to you? It does. Okay, there it's, we go. See, definitely yeah, not an that. iPad mini. Definitely a box what of flavor? cereal. What flavor is that? I can't this see. This one? Is the strawberry. Mmm. Probably <laughs> strawberry time flavor. flavored cereal. Because that's what's fun, guys. Listen, with the Build Your Own Box, you get the things like the staples, the cocoa, fruity, frosted peanut butter. Peanut butter's John, the best. Don't let anyone yeah, tell you Yeah, John's otherwise. a peanut butter stan. I'm more of a fruity stan over here on iUpdate. Um, listen, they've got blueberry, cinnamon, cookies, and cream, maple waffle now, like back forever. And you can rate your own custom box. You can get four of the same. You can do whatever you want at Magic Spoon. And John, tell them about the offer we got for him. Five, it's not bucks just off, to, five dollars yeah. off your order. All you have to do is use promo code Genius Bar. That's for you, Quinn. When you when you inevitably mm-hmm. get your box or boxes of Magic Spoon, right. Right. use uh use the promo code Genius Bar. It's magic magicspoon.com slash genius bar. Use promo code genius bar and get five dollars. That's a whole five dollars off your order. And never say we never gave you nothing. It's amazing. It's such a good time. That's magicspoon.com slash genius bar. Thanks, Genius Bar, for sponsoring. Thank you, Genius Bar, for sponsoring our own show. Oh, shoot. <laughs> Thank uh, you, Magic Spoon, for sponsoring this episode of Genius Bar. One more time. Sorry. Okay, that's it. Okay. All right. Uh, so gotcha. I don't have my MacBook yet. I feel I feel like I should preface by I just got my watch today. I ordered it three minutes into pre-orders, and I just got my watch today. And so I definitely don't have my MacBook. That's not coming for like. I don't know. I think the end of the month, this month. Quinn, you have one yet? Yeah, I have four. Oh, yeah. You did get four. I don't want to flex, but. (laughs) And you got them all on time? Yeah, day one. Did you have to go to a store? I did go to a store for the fourth one because I was like, I want this now instead of later. Also, that was the one that I was going to keep, which is the lowest end model, the base model 14. But I ordered it on accident in Space Gray. And I don't like Space Gray, so the store had silver. <laughs> went and got that. Why is everyone turning on Space Gray all of a sudden? It's old. Quinn, th- yeah, that's what I did literally tonight. I switched out my 16-inch Space Gray for a silver 16-inch. Uh, that's the like, move. They had the, they had this, the spec'd out like 64 gig memory, 4 terabyte SSD in store. And it was the last Ooh. one within like 100 miles of me. That's, so that's the big I money it variant. I mean, do you? what do you edit on? like full-time do you do you have a mac pro mac pro yeah although uh it's we've been so impressed by the 16 inch macbook pro that we might switch if anything 
not because it's necessarily better. I don't think it's quite as good, but it's close enough that like by the time that the, the Mac mini pro or whatever they call that. And then the Mac pro variant come out next year and the iMac pro, frankly, um, we just want to get out of the Mac pro with as little of a hit to the wallet as possible, which is probably now. So mm. I think and use the 16 inch and kind of just stick with it until next year. And then we'll switch to big boy computer, but, uh, big boy computer. But yeah, it's amazing. Cause <laughs> our, our config was like, same as yours. Uh, mine, ours was actually a little less cause I didn't go with as large of an internal SSD. So I think it was like 2,800 or maybe 3000. I don't know, but our Mac Pro mm-hmm. config is 13. And for what we do, wow. they're within like, you know, a couple of seconds in export time. And yeah. the Mac Pro actually plays back our footage better than the Mac Pro does. So it's crazy. Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Do you hate yourself? A 10, <laughs> there's a $10,000 um, difference bit. between the two. Yeah. <laughs> well, now, frankly, it's probably more like three or 4,000. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, it's bananas. And you're going to use the MacBook Pro full time, Sam. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, it depends on your workload, right? But for video, mm. the, the encode and decode engines are super awesome because we record everything in ProRes. So, mm. gotcha. oh, yeah, that'll do it. Mm-hmm. What camera do you shoot on, Quinn? Um, we're shooting on the Canon R5 as our main A-roll cam. And then I hired my cinematographer who's been with me for a few months is like a total gear nerd. And so I came in and was like, Hey, here's the stuff I got. And he's like, this sucks. And I was like, Oh, well, I mean, it's kind of like reaching the budget of what I was Uh looking to spend on stuff. He's like, I've got a bunch of stuff. I'll just bring it. So he has like really nice lights and he's got a um, a red Epic, uh, with an 8k, the, whatever the, the helium sensor and he brought oh. that last week he's like let's shoot the, the macbooks on these and i was like great cool <laughs> yeah dude thanks i it's funny that you mentioned that because i watched that macbook video and i was like something looks better here like i couldn't put my finger <laughs> on what it is because i'm like i'm like quinn's videos looked fine before like is it just because i'm on the new macbook pro watching this and it's like 120 hertz like when i'm clicking around and that makes sense because the color science from red is just unfair like yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty Dude, good. Dude, I I can't justify it now because I don't do enough, but man. I mean, when we first oh, started, I don't know if you you probably don't know this and it's going to hurt your it's going to hurt your brain, but uh when we first started the show, Quinn, I had never used a Mac. Wow. That yeah, like well, okay, so I got to a point where like once I was maybe I could have gotten a Mac like when I first started FPT and then had time to like relearn everything. But that's the thing. I was terrified. I thought like, okay, once I was doing this full time, I was like, I cannot afford to make a major change in hardware like that now. And then like not be able to post as fast as I need to, or just like, I don't have time to relearn stuff. So I didn't. And I was scared of it like a little baby, like Sam. (laughs) And then uh, my, uh, my windows PC just blew up one day. And the only place around me was a Best Buy. And they had like a Mac mini, just like a, a the M1 Mac mini. And I was like, I was trying to get a Windows machine there, but they didn't have anything that would like be remotely close to what I needed. So I was like, mm-hmm. l- the only way I can have a video done by tomorrow is if I buy this Mac mini. And so I bought the Mac mini and just put Premiere on it and was like, oh. So I was afraid for years for nothing. And it I haven't, I'll never switch back now. But I think it was, I think it was partially because it was just perfect timing because... Uh, uh, everything was going to M1 yeah. 
the new Premiere update uh, was compatible with M1. And I think that's what shocked me the most was because I was always like, I was always in the camp that like, okay, if I, in order to get a Mac for like that shares the same specs as my Windows machine, I'm going to need to shell out like two or three times more. So it just made more sense for me to build a PC. But M1 sort of like, it flipped all that on, on its head and now I can't go back to Windows ever again. Except yeah. for uh, except Windows 11 is looking pretty spicy. It is good. It's, yeah. I, I like it. Have you tried Windows 11, Sam? Yeah, I, I installed it on my PC actually the night it came out. And I, I've been thinking about doing a video on it because it is like the biggest change pretty much, I think in the interface, I would say pretty much ever. I mean, maybe if unless you go from like Windows 98 to XP. Yeah. But I mean, it it feels a lot more premium. Um, I, I had Windows, I, I got a PC uh, to play games on a few months ago, had Windows 10, and then I switched over to 11. And my my a lot of my gripes with Windows is that it just simply feels cheap. The way windowing works, the animations, the mouse, it just feels so so light and like uh, thin. That, that's my experience just, of Windows. If and, it feels cheap, just, re, just reinstall Windows Vista. That was like, <laughs> dude, when I got that, I was like, I, I thought I was rich. This is the bee's knees. I got Windows Vista on this like, uh, it was like an Acer laptop in 2000. Oh God. 2007, 2008, I think around that time. Windows, uh, dude, Windows Vista was all shiny and it looked, it looked like it was amazing. But then you turned it on and it, every old lady, I think every old lady I've ever seen still has Windows Vista on their, on their computer. It's like, Hey, will you fix my Whoa. computer? And you go over and it's just Windows Vista. John, I, I, do you go over to a lot of yes, old ladies' houses to fix their computers? <laughs> yes. Dude, I think, uh, I don't know if I ever told you the story, but when I was younger, um, I was in, I was visiting family in Pennsylvania. And uh, this, I ran into this, my aunt was friends with like this, with this older lady. And she was like, hey, can you, I, my aunt was like, hey, he likes computers. He works on computers all the time. I, I didn't. I don't know where she got that from. But I think I like made a website once. And I didn't code it myself. I used like Matt mice or something back in the day. And so the the old lady's like, "Hey, I will you fix my computer, and make it faster." It's like, okay. So I went over her house and just like <laughs> cleared the cache in the in the browser. I was like, "Okay, there you go." And she's like, wow. "Well, I don't have any money for you, but I do have this." And hands me, I had no idea what it was. Hands me uh, a dangerous album from Michael Jackson, and I'm like, "Okay, that's fine. Yeah, I'll take it." Come to find out, it's one of the first 10 printed of Dangerous. And it's like this pop-up booklet. The CD is gold-plated. I had no idea what she handed me. I don't think she did either. But that's why I got paid for for just uh, you know flushing the cash on that browser. That's all I got. Wow. Yep, I still have it. Pop-up book for, for Michael Jackson's Dangerous. But you know what? Uh, I, will, I will be buying, I mean, assuming, assuming I get my, my MacBook on time anytime in the next mm-hmm. month or two. Uh, that iMac Pro that Dylan leaked. Uh, mm. Anybody? Yes. 120 hertz now. on the on the iMac Pro, dude. And so, then yeah, I'm gonna go back the, to using my iPad Mini right after. Uh, I, I just want to read the specs for the viewers because Dylan is now like I think it's 77 and a half percent accurate. He's been like yeah, the main dog, guy. You got to update Beat. Apple Track. We were writing for frontpagetech.com. We're like, what's Dylan's accuracy? And but I don't I think it's. His. I don't think it's like. I don't think we can put his accuracy down because it's not current. 
I updated his uh, today. He's 77.5% accurate, okay. uh, latest data. So here's what the new iMac Pro is going to look like. It's essentially going to be a split between the, the iMac 24-inch and Pro Display XDR. It, it, I think it's going to be essentially a bigger version with maybe marginally thinner bezels than the 24-inch iMac. Um, internally, they're calling it the iMac Pro, rumored to have 27-inch, 120 hertz ProMotion, mini LED display, so insane black levels, probably minimal blooming if it's similar to the MacBook Pro's display, and uh, you know beautiful 120 hertz. Face IDs and testing. Base model is going to have 16 gigs of RAM and 512 gigs of storage. The M1 Pro and M1 Max chips will be inside, just like Apple did with the 24-inch iMac. They're basically going to take the chips they unveiled the fall before, put them inside. But Dylan notes there could be an additional config. Hmm, what could this be? Very exciting, very intriguing. Is that why I'm going to buy the computer? Probably. Uh, There's also going to be dark bezels. But here's one that, that puzzled me. I want to hear your thoughts on this. HDMI port on the back of the iMac. Why not? <laughs> Why not? I think. Well, you what do you know, think, Quinn? You know, it's just for additional displays, right? It's not like you're gonna like plug in another display and just take the iMac and flip it on its face so it's flat on the desk so you can't see the display. I think it's possible. We do know now that we have the M1 Pro and M1 Max that there are three Thunderbolt buses inside of the new machines. Um, So rather than being split like they were before, they gave each port 40 gigabits, which is awesome. But um, I suspect that the chipset might be limited to three buses. And so in lieu of adding a fourth port and splitting bandwidth, they just gave us an HDMI 2.0 port. And they're like, here you go on the MacBooks. And Mm. so feasibly, I could see them doing it on the iMac, but also kind of like, why? (laughs) I mean, yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, there's use for it if you've got an external monitor, but um, well, Sam, you're certainly not I don't think I don't know if one. you know this, but Sam just threw five thousand dollars at a Pro Display XDR like <laughs> last week. Just did because. you get the stand? I did. I did. Quit. <laughs> <laughs> Sucker. Can you? Can we see it behind? Yeah, you can see it behind him over there. This is what my oh, wallet yeah. said whenever I bought it. <laughs> Why is it a baby crying, Sam? <laughs> That's what it said. That's what my wallet said. Well, you he talked about that monitor all year and <sighs> yeah. but was convinced that like a like a consumer level display was coming out, so he held off. And then after the event, he I guess you couldn't help Didn't yourself. Come. Are you gonna you're mm-hmm. gonna keep it though, right? I'm definitely leaning towards keeping it again. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't the, here's what I, I'm upset about. I don't know if there's a comparable 6K monitor that looks as good as it does. Conversely, I don't think it's worth six thousand dollars. Well, too bad because Apple does. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Apple does, and um, I, I don't know. I just feel like I I've seen like a three thousand dollar four K TV that's like OLED, and I'm like, oh, that that's worth the money. But I'm just like six thousand for a thirty two inch display. I mean, five thousand granted if you're just getting the display, and I got like five hundred bucks off at Micro Center, so like it's like a good deal and whatever. But you know, it, it's just. When you're like, oh, this is like $6,000. The new MacBook, I feel like it's a $5,000 device. The iPhone 13 Pro feels like a $1,000 device to me. The display is just, you know, it's a screen. It's not even, like there's not even a computer. <laughs> well, and also that. you're plugging in your MacBook Pro to the Pro Display XDR, yeah. but your MacBook Pro has 120 hertz. So you're mm. you're yeah. going to your Pro Display and not getting it. Has better yeah. dimming zones too. You don't get vignetting in the corners. Sorry, I'll stop talking. 
crap on your no, <laughs> Quinn, Quinn, is, Quinn has just pointed out all of my other things that I don't want to admit to myself. Like, hey, next year when the new Mac Pro comes out with Apple Silicon, I do believe there is going to be a new version of the Pro Display. And I believe that Pro Display will have 120 hertz. We'll have more than 500 dimming zones like it has now. So you won't get as weird, uh, you know, limited beauty in the corners, like the vignetting where it gets a little bit darker and weird. So there are issues with it as well, which I'm like, oh my God, they got me to pay (laughs) $6,000 for a, like, it's going to be updated. I also have seen they've held their resale value pretty darn well. So I think selling it, it's not like it's going to be worthless. Like the, it is still a very good. Who are you going to sell that thing to in St. Louis? No, I'll just sell it online. Have you ever heard of the internet? (laughs) Just see you going door to door. Hello. (laughs) <laughs> can you I, can, would you be interested in this pro display xdr we, we barely have running water here i don't think people are gonna afford a <laughs> pro display xdr oh uh, well, have you have you used the pro display do you edit on like a a dope monitor no um i have oh. used it we ordered one i anticipated keeping it and then it just wasn't really there for me i, I think it's in a weird category right because for the people i, I don't think apple got as much of an attach rate as they were anticipating for people who do color work. Now for, for other Mm. professionals, for graphic designers and stuff like that, who want, you know, a nice monitor that looks good. I I think that's kind of their market, but I think they've, they haven't made it good enough to really get the attention of the, the color professionals. So it's almost not expensive and, and feature rich enough, but then for normal people, it's way too much money. Right. And so they're kind of in no man's land out by themselves where they're way more than most monitors, but not as good as the ones that are 20, 30 K, which of course they're not because it's, you know, one fifth the price, but anyone who's willing to pay that much money for a monitor will pay another five or whatever. So, um, we got one and we tested it. And I thought it was impressive, but the vignetting in the corners bothered me. And then my guy who was doing cinematography and color work at the time was like, it's good, but it doesn't really matter to me because we're not publishing in HDR. Um, There's no Rec 2020 exports and YouTube compresses and changes the colors so much and they're encoding and decoding anyways that it doesn't really matter. There's Um, literally no reason to pay attention to anything like that when you're editing because YouTube is not going to let it look like that. Yeah. And like we, my cinematographer like shot some stuff because we needed to expose it properly, but like the lighting in the new studio is kind of weird. And I was watching our final cut of it and I was like, dude, there's so much noise in this footage. This looks terrible. And he's like, you're not going to see it on YouTube. Yeah. And I'm like, you are though. You are. And then we uploaded it. Looks awesome. Yeah. Wow. Uh, wow. So, so yeah. But anyway, um, it just didn't grab us. So we're actually editing on a uh, LG ultra wide that has pretty good color. That's what I use forever. And we, yeah. And then we proof it like the, the kind of uh, preview monitor is uh, an ultra fine 5k and that's been great. So <laughs> are you listening to this, okay. Sam? They proof their I, edits I, and all this other stuff. I just, I don't even watch it back. I export go <laughs> boop and just upload it. And, and John, <laughs> this is why, Snazzy Labs has a million yes, subscribers, exactly. and we exactly. have like four. <laughs> it's the proof. I've just been doing it for thirteen years. You know, that's kind of probably mostly. Oh <laughs> yeah, he'll say that. I think it's just called caring about your work. <laughs> yeah, <ethic>. it's caring. <laughs> Dude, no, there's so many I, times I where like to... I'll I'll just export and upload, and all the comments will be like, "What was this at like eight oh three? Or what's this flickering?" I'm just like, "I don't." It's gone. It's out of my hands. I don't know. <laughs> 
I have no idea. I'm not. What am I going to do? D- delete it and then re-edit it. And re- it's not worth all that, dude. I just make fart jokes. Quinn's over there, like actually putting work into his videos and like doing all the charts and actually caring. And I'm just like, oh no, Microsoft number one company now. Okay, upload. That's it. Yeah. Oh, Quinn, while you're here, I have to ask you because you mentioned the display that has been in the back of my mind after I bought this, hmm. which was the. It was somewhat old now, LG Ultrafine 5K. Yeah. Uh-oh. I, I've, I've been stuck. I'm like, do I just wait and return the ProDisplay XDR because I'm in my return period and just get the 27-inch the 5K and just be happy and like for another nine months until, so, until I get the new one? Here's the thing. You've already ruined yourself because you have seen what the ProDisplay looks like. And when you go back to the Ultrafine, you're going to be like, well, this isn't very good because um, you're brainwashed. The The Ultrafine is great. Um, it's ugly and it's designed weirdly and it has a way bigger top than it has like all of the other bezels because it accommodates the webcam. Um, and it's got an LG logo on the front. Like it's not a good looking monitor and the build quality sucks. It's so creaky. Like every time you move it, it's like, <laughs> but um, that's awful. But it doesn't matter because the panel is pretty good. I mean, it's the same one that they were using in the uh, pre-refresh iMac. And so um, if you've ever used a 27-inch iMac, you've used the ProDisplay XDR, or excuse me, Hmm. the Ultrafine 5K. And it's a perfectly fine monitor. Um, It's a little on the small side. That's the other thing that I'm sad to hear this new Mac iMac Pro rumor is a 27-inch because I really think 30, 32 would be so much better. Um, I agree 100%. but money, I guess. Uh, so yeah, I, I mean, if you can, if you can go back and convince yourself that the ultra fine is going to work, then I think it's a perfectly adequate monitor from a color reproduction standpoint. It's pretty good. Um, definitely good enough to publish stuff to YouTube, but you've been, you've been brainwashed and you've seen the light. And so it's going to be hard mm. to want to go back to, to poor people monitor, you know, <laughs> uh. You know who I've been trying to convince to get an XDR is Luke Miani. We've been like texting back and forth. I'm like, dude. What? You're you just gotta, miserable you and you're trying to make everyone else miserable. I'm trying to bring everyone down with me. Okay. Because I doing. can feel better about myself. When yeah. I purchase, I'm like, well, my friend Luke has it too and he does the same <laughs> job. You know, he's a cool, he gets 300,000 views a day. I don't yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, hey, sp- I don't think Luke's going to fall for it. I think he's going to do it. No, I believe him. Why? I believe in his heart. No, I'm going to tell him right now. Hang on. Based on my uh, latest Luke Miani leaks and rumors, which, you know, I'm 100% on my Luke Miani Apple track. I think he's going to get it. No, I'm going to text him right now. Hey, John, you know what else you should get, though? Luke, this is John. I mean, you know that. My name popped up on your phone. Uh, We're recording Genius Bar right now, and Sam said that he's trying to convince you to get the Pro Display XDR. Uh, I'm here with Quinn from Snazzy Labs. And he says, don't. He didn't really say that, but I'm saying it for him. Don't get it. Don't fall for it. Don't listen to Sam's bullshit. Okay? Okay, bye-bye. Okay, so you know how Luke's not, <laughs> you know, you know how Luke may or may not get the Pro Display XDR. You know what Luke should get? What should he get? He should get WordTune because he does a lot of work on YouTube. He does a lot of writing. I mean, we Quinn's do a lot of writing. Typing stuff. We're the ones who need it. Yeah, we, we run websites. John writes his entire show every, every time he does it. Listen, Writing is insane. It's hard. It's confusing. <laughs> it's challenging. It's something that is writing is insane. <laughs> it is, dude. It's a very challenging demo to nail. So listen to this. Every year, U.S. businesses waste over four hundred billion dollars. 
That's $400 billion. They've emphasized this. With a because B? bad writing does cause confusion. The, the copy says bad writing, insane. It, it doesn't say that. I say that. Okay. But yeah, it, it's, it's hard to get to the point. And you can lose con- customers. You can break relationships. You could ruin your life if you're not using WordTune. You could, quite yeah. Frankly. So that's why you need better, well, faster okay, the, communication. The best part about WordTune is, because I'm sh- listen, we're all from the same universe. We know we've heard of uh, like similar services. But the biggest part that I love about WordTune is that you can actually choose like, hey, are you writing casual or are you trying to be, are you trying to appear real smart? And you can pick which one and it'll tailor your experience uh, for what you want to get a better end result. Because listen, if I'm just texting Sam or if I'm sending a, a short email casually to Sam, I don't need to look that great. But if I'm sending one to Quinn from Snazzy Labs, okay, I'm turning that stuff all the way up. I want to look great for Quinn at Snazzy Labs so he can read it. That's that's the best part about WordTune. And right now you can get 50% off uh, WordTune for teens by going to wordtune.com slash genius. That's wordtune.com slash genius. 50% off WordTune for teams. And of course, thank you to WordTune for sponsoring this episode of The Genius Bar. Whoa. Okay. Did you accidentally play the baby one? <laughs> I hit the wrong button. It's There's so many colors. I just I like a little baby. Me looking at the colors, I'll be one. like... Okay. Well, okay. Uh, so we talked about displays. We've talked about uh, MacBooks, or no? We have. We haven't really talked about the new MacBooks, and that's like that's like kind of a big deal, right? No, it's not a big deal until I get mine. God damn it! Okay, you move Th- yourself up these, the screen, Quinn, and I dude, are just going to talk about the MacBooks for like the last three weeks on this show. You've been talking about your Apple Watch, and I just got mine today. All I did was I pre-ordered three <laughs> minutes late. I don't understand. Why I'm getting everything in the nearest Apple store is like thoughts and prayers amount away. Like I can't get to it with with the, with my Facebook account and getting no likes for Jesus. I have to. It's two hours away. It's two hours away and it's too far. So I just I just live here and be like, I guess MacBook doesn't even exist for me. No, oh, that's tough. Dude. So, no, I don't want to talk about it. Pour one out. You're free to, do, Sam, but I got nothing. Do you do you want to talk about your Apple Watch first? A little, this is you. <laughs> Apple Watch didn't deliver. Apple yes, Watch. I'll talk about my Apple Watch. It's shiny Here. and it's the same. Thank you for exactly. coming to my Can review. Can we move on now? Like, we've already reiterated. Did this, you, do this you is why I don't Apple review Watch, anything. Because everything sucks. I'll just let Quinn do it. <laughs> That's what I don't understand. Like, I can watch... I like to get products and just sit back and watch people like Quinn and Sam do reviews. Because if I... I you guys are way more talented than I am, and you proof stuff before you post it. Like there are steps in place; it's a process. But I just go, it's shiny and the same. That's it. No one would watch that. No one watches me anyway, so it's fine. Oh, that's why I didn't even order an Apple Watch. I would, I would probably think the same. So, you know. oh, you should get it. The squared off edges yeah. are really nice. Uh, <laughs> oh, are they? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. New design, new design. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. It's real nice. Look, look how square. Okay, Ooh, it's it very looks like square. The oh. Yeah, yeah, no, it's very square, <laughs> and the screen is flat. Uh, it's great, really. Quinn, uh, if Maybe you want to confront John about ruining uh, the Apple Watch Series 7 design by lying to us because he's a fake leaker, yeah. now is the time to do it. If not, just <laughs> we, can, we can move on. I, I infiltrated German too. I like I was I was pretending to be sources and sending him <laughs> fake information. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Quo. Oh, Dude, you see Minchi Quo tweeted? <laughs> No, what? I got a notification like last night or the night before. He's never tweeted ever before, but he changed his profile picture and tweeted like hashtag new profile pic. 
No. Yeah, I was just like watching some Wait. stupid, terrible horror movie, and uh, I look, I get my my wrist vibrates, and I look, and Ming Chi Kuo tweeted, "Here, this is the image. This is real. This is yeah, Guo Min Chi. You also said his name wrong, dude. It's Guo, Guo Min Chi. Whatever. Okay, Guo Min Chi's. Hey, it's not whatever. That's his I name. I said it the it. wrong way for eight years. I can't correct now. Okay, let's not be excuses. It's Guo Min Chi. We love him because he is the reason that most of us have a job, and I will respect your yeah, name. Yeah, him alone. He, uh, I'm not going to give you any yeah, excuses t- when he, I mess it up. I mean, that, does that count as a tweet? Yeah, hashtag, because it doesn't auto. No. Yeah, it, it was sent from Twitter it's for probably iPhone. probably one of those likes, services ooh, I'm where like you it. can edit the photo, and then it, it makes it uh, your profile picture, and then the service tweets it out. Oh, maybe. That might not count. Oh, no. It does say from Twitter for iPhone, though. Oh, so I'm thinking right, that right. he probably used the app. He uses an iPhone. That's risky. <laughs> Tweeted from Square <laughs> Apple Watch. That's right. <laughs> oh my god! Hey, he never said Square. I don't think. Or did he? Yes, say he did. Edge? He said on Everyone Sunday. <sighs> he said on Sunday, like three nights before, that uh, mass production is back on. They had issues due to the new design with flat edges. That's what he said. Okay. Can we talk about the MacBooks now? Like a product that's actually game changing. <laughs> Go ahead. I love it. I think it's almost perfect. Uh, I'm I'm probably gonna put out my like final take or uh, it's my review. Like I I'm not I don't name it my review because if you just call something blank review now it gets like ten views. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so you got to come up with a different name. So I think it's perfect. I think Mini LED looks the best ever. Almost as good as OLED. Like very very close. The closest I've ever seen on an Apple product as far as quality lack of like bleeding around like super bright objects it's very very nice um i love having the the ports back but i i think that's my only gripe basically like keyboard's perfect interface is perfect i love the notch doesn't bother me in any way i, I was gonna say choice. does quinn know yet that you're that you love the notch i'm a i'm a notch apologist and by the like i genuinely <laughs> enjoy it like i think it's cool on the <laughs> did MacBook. you say I, you enjoy it i do enjoy the notch what i'm a fan i'm a notch fan i enjoy like Taco Bell and like foot rubs, but you enjoy the notch. Yeah. Dude, no. I live alone. What else do I enjoy? <laughs> Quinn, do you I've like the notch? Do you enjoy the notch? I tolerate it. Um, I Does wouldn't say enjoy. I enjoy it. I, I wish it weren't there, but it's fine. It's not that big of a deal. I, I mean, boxes you, I think I just noticed that you are the, you are the person that made them you know, like change the software for it though. Oh, right, right. That was um, so, you know, other than changing the software, uh, it's fine. There yeah. are a bunch of weird kind of bugs that need working out. And I think yeah. once they do, it'll be kind of more refined. Like Safari, there's a bunch of apps, even Apple's own, that don't run in 120 hertz. And Safari is one of them. And so yeah. it's weird because you're in Safari and you're like, this doesn't feel like ProMotion. Like I, I forget it's there. Mm-hmm. And then I enter mm-hmm. an app like Apple Photos and I'm like, oh, it's so smooth. Um, <laughs> yes. But it's just because yeah. there's so much work to do. It, it's kind of weird. I, I think Apple still kind of, they, they tell as little information mm-hmm. as they can to specific teams so that, you know, leaks are contained. But the end result is typically some stuff launches and you're like, that team didn't get the memo. Yeah. Um, it also could be that Safari had a bit of a summer um, and the Safari team was just <laughs> so worried about shipping a product that everyone didn't absolutely despise that they kind of pushed the refresh rate mm-hmm. down the list. So I presume this stuff will get resolved, but there are some weird software oddities and quirks that need 
working out, but that's fine. Yeah. I mean, you're not lying. They We're are not. getting a lot better at the whole leaking thing. I mean, I can't publish the stuff, but I have like videos and images from body cams at Apple Park. And obviously I can't, I'm not going to like Mark Gurman said I made it up. Like he tweeted that like, of course, that's, that's not real. My body cam story. Uh, and I'm not going to like, I can send it to you, Quinn. And I've sent it to Sam, but I'm not going to like publish videos from Apple Park just to go, haha, Mark Gurman, wrong. Shave your eyebrows, Mark Gurman. I wish I, I wish I could. I wish I could tweet it, but I'm not going to do it. Yeah, the body cam stuff's really interesting. From what but. I know, that they've sort of like they're not doing that as as heavy, but for a good month, it was like it was a big thing. Hmm. But they've slowed cool. down. But of course, so the leaks have slowed down too. So we, I'm just making <laughs> up fake Apple Watch leaks to stay relevant now. <laughs> Quinn, since you have your MacBook Pro, I've noticed a couple of things. I was so excited for the ports to come back. I think MagSafe's phenomenal. I think the the Thunderbolt 4, like they're so fast, they're great, they're full speed. I feel like they half-assed the HDMI and SD card reader. Like it's XC, right? But it seems to be a little slow <laughs> for importing footage for me. Yeah, I, I haven't used it as a as a... We don't shoot on SD, so um, mm. it's hard for me to say. I haven't tested that extensively. He's there not on the poor people of... cards, Sam. That's right. That's right. I'm uh, I'm CF Express, you know. So, so. Uh, no, there's uh, there's a lot of people that have been criticizing Apple's decision to bring back the SD card slot as opposed to something like CF Express or CFast or the new SD Express. Um, but I think that's short-sighted because SD like it or not is still by far a more universal format and, and people who are pros and I should say pros with the caveat that we're in a bubble a little bit on YouTube. And so the people that are the pros in our universe are videographers and photographers and that's what they do. So they're like, we're the only people, but yeah, um, I used the MacBook pro SD cards a lot the other day to, to import G code files from my uh, 3d printer slicer to put into my printer. And that's like mm. the slowest SD card ever, but that's a pro application technically. So I think SD cards are still very commonly used. They're going to be around for a long time. It is good that it's an SDXC card slot, but it is a bummer that apparently it's not as fast as it could be. And also agree on the HDMI port. I, I, I kind of heard an Apple apologist say, well, it's not really that like, you know, it's meant to drive, you know, 8K displays at 60 hertz or 4K displays at 120 hertz. They just, they put it on there as an added bonus. And you're like, well, okay, but this should have made it HDMI 2.1. But with that yeah. said, the majority of applications where you're going to need an external display and you're going to want to use the HDMI cable as opposed to a Thunderbolt cable or whatever is when you're plugging into the projector at your office and you're trying to show people, you know, your PowerPoint presentation and so who cares if it's, you know, old HDMI, it's, it's great. You don't need a dongle anymore. And it's, I think it's awesome. Even if it's not the latest and greatest HDMI spec. So, yeah, that's been my experience to the T. Um, it's on there and it's phenomenal. And I'm very happy that it's on there. Um, like the other day I, I had an SD card slide. I took at my Halloween party. I was like, I took a bunch of pictures of everybody and I was like, oh, I'm going to show like people the pictures. And instead of having to like, oh, where's my dongle? It's buried under these papers. Like, oh mm -hmm. God, I can't. F it's like, then the people are like, what are we like? Why is this guy trying so hard? Like, it's not even worth it anymore. <laughs> it was just SD card out of the camera into my computer. And it, that's when it hit me. I was like, oh, what a novel idea. Huh. Yeah. Like, why was this ever taken out? 
it, it, and now that it's back, I love it. But like you said, I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm one of those people. I'm like, if you're going to do something, do it like all the way. I wonder if they did it on purpose Don't just do to it make 80%. you 80%. Just to like get in your head, just so they could bring it back for M1 where you're like, oh, Intel bad, no SD card slot. But now it's back with the M1. What if? What if that was on an official Apple document? It was like, <laughs> yeah. remove Sabotage key features, Intel. pros enjoy, yeah. reintroduce alongside proprietary silicon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be cool. That would be cool. I do think it's probably just because a certain unnamed individual who loved skinny things that had nothing on them might not be at Apple anymore. Oh, yeah. Might be that, yeah. But I feel like, hasn't he been tinkering with every design since he's left? Or at least his firm. They said when he left, yeah. like, Love From's going to be working with Apple. Johnny Ive's not working with Apple. He's gone. Yeah. That was their their polite way of saying, like, oh, you know, he's leaving on good terms. But Ive has been, I mean, it was well known that he had been sick of working at Apple pretty much ever since the death of Steve. Didn't mm-hmm. get along with most of the executives at Apple. He was kind of running on empty. And then I think as he continued to do more stuff that more and more people were like, no, this sucks. He was just like, screw you guys. I'm going to do whatever I want. <laughs> what do and you guys know? Working, like for Airbnb, I think they're doing a thing together. And Ferrari or something. Yeah. I, Ferrari, I think he's, on right. the, he's working with he, Ferrari. He can go which, make cars yeah. without SD card slots now. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I think that's honestly perfect. And I remember German, uh, Mark German did a really good profile. Um, I believe, I believe it was German. Maybe it was a financial times report as well. I can't remember, but some, you know, like Bloomberg type paper and, um, I remember there, there was like, yeah, during the end of his tenure, I mean, it, it was a joke at Apple that like Johnny worked there for months before he officially departed and that press mm-hmm. release dropped a, a year or two ago. And it was like, he would come in for an hour or two a day. It, <laughs> he'd like stroll in at like Dog, 2 that's me eat, on YouTube. Eat some that's food, literally what I like, do. Check in with one of the teams and be like, it looks fine. And then just like go home. He wasn't even at Apple for months at a time because he would go back with his family in the UK. Like he, he was not working there like you could i think he was just like oh, i'm kind of like he probably had a contract it was like you got to be here for so long you know and then mm-hmm. it was like let's let's get out and i'm sure he's happier i mean you can only design so many things and like you said quinn like hearing that feedback where everybody's like this design sucks ios 7 sucks this sucks he's mm-hmm. like all right fine i want to go design cars so that the people that have 20 million dollars to spend on a new tech item will be like that looks weird as hell and i love it you know, he, he was going for the more niche. He was always making like mass market products from a niche perspective of like a very like elegant, like UK, like British man. Like it, he was very like an elegant dude and he designed things really well. It was just sometimes those decisions came at the cost of what okay, normal people don't work like that, Johnny. Normal people want an SD card slot. Normal people <laughs> yeah, don't right. want it to look like a, a Word document for their iPhone software. Like they want it to be more nuanced or <laughs> realistic. Well, speaking and, of speaking of people uh, that are not Johnny Ive, the you saw my Mark Zuckerberg tweet from the other day. Dude, it was a bad. T- it was a bad take. No, it wasn't it was a, a bad, bad take. take. Listen, I read on some fucking website. Sorry, I'm getting fired up now. But I was okay. So I get Google <laughs> alerts, you know, whenever my name is mentioned in an article. But I don't. Oh, that's pretty I only, yeah, yeah, I only check it though if like there's no reason for me to be in an article. Like, oh, right, if right, it's the day sure, I published sure. a leak, then wh- I'm not going to look. I'm not going to look at all those. But the other day, my name pops up in this article. I forget the website. Some, like, tabloid website. And it was, like, industry reacts to Facebook's renaming or something. And they quoted me in the article 
saying that I now I like the change that I like what Facebook did and I like Meta. Dog, that's literally not what I tweeted. I didn't even say that. I said that Mark did well at the keynote thing. My thoughts on Facebook are not different. My thoughts on Meta are not different. Everything is the same. Just, they still suck. But you just really like Mark Zuckerberg. I get it. Yeah, I thought he was like I thought he was more casual down to earth and actually took time explaining what 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 the metaverse is in a way that made him look human. I appreciated that. I thought he did good at the keynote. That's it. I don't think that his company's good. I don't think that he's not lying to us all. I just think that he performed well at the keynote. He like he looked like a functioning fluid human being. That was it. That's all I said. So website that wrote the article about how John Prosser said Facebook is great now. No, actually, it's not what I said. They even linked the tweet. Like they showed my tweet with my exact words in it and then went, but what he really meant was this. No. <laughs> no. Okay. That's okay. all I had to say, Sam. To be fair, John, okay, here's the thing. This is like you haven't tweeted about Facebook in a while. And then okay. the horrible Facebook stuff happens last week. And they clearly amp this keynote up to make it like we're a functional, cool company. We get humans. Like, and then like, I mean, all dude, this you can't really happens. believe that they made this whole keynote as a response to stuff and they did this all in three days. No, but I'm I am saying that there is no question that he was on his best. Like he was trying the hardest he ever tried. So I'm just saying when all this stuff went down and then mm -hmm. you're just like, I think Mark Zuckerberg did good. That's why I can't like, have a fucking Twitter no, and no, just tweet as a can. human. No, John, I'm you, what? you get to feel that way. I'm not telling you can't feel that way. I'm saying you I have just to understand casually, as a regular person on Twitter. Just went. I think Mark did well today. Put Wait, my phone down and walk away. And now it's in the news. It's you in articles. You have a platform. Mr. Prosser, you have what, a platform. That's what being famous people. is. You, no, I'm not, dude. This, kind of stuff now. <laughs> this is you what I do are, with my though, life. You have. I make a fake Apple Watch leaks, okay? That's what I do <laughs> full time. And they put me in a tabloid website over. I don't even talk about Mark Zuckerberg. I said his name one time. It's like I said, oh, did you see Mark wearing the squared off Apple Watch? It never came out. Then I could see it going on the website, but I just went, oh, he did good. I could put the phone down, walked away, and ate like. A hamburger or something. Yeah, dude. He wrote I mean, with about the, it. Like the whistle. It's just like with the whistleblower like stuff happening and them revealing all this data about how they made their decisions to uh -huh. keep people more engaged against their findings that they were dangerous or harmful. And then you're like, hey, Mark did pretty good today. You act like I tweeted like, oh, you know what? Facebook is actually really good. I believe in their mission. No, I'm I am telling you <laughs> how you have to. <laughs> You have to understand why people were like, this is stupid. I'm not saying your opinion's wrong. I didn't watch the keynote. Maybe he did do great. That's a very possible reality. You didn't I'm even just watch saying, it and you're shitting on me? I'm just saying in the, uh, in the, no. in the reality, no. you have to understand, John, it's like, let me give you the perfect example I just thought of. And then I want to hear Quinn's take on this. This is like the BP oil spill happens. And then okay. BP does a keynote and you're like, Man, the CEO did such a good job today. Like, <laughs> yes, he may have done a good job. There is oil in the ocean and animals are dying. It's an independent thought. And that's fine, buddy. It's just that you have <sighs> to also understand why people were dunking on you. No. <laughs> yes. 
Quinn, I don't. what do you are you a Facebook stand? Do you hate it? Do you love it? Are you someone in the middle? Be careful what you well, say, though. They might write about it, Quinn. <laughs> well, first of all, Mark Zuckerberg's a great man. Uh, we all know that. He, he, he's a great man. Uh, he, he's my hero of all time. Uh, no, uh, you know, yeah, the Zuck's a cuck. We all know that. But uh, I, I also did not watch the conference, so I cannot say whether or not uh, Mark was a dynamic host. I'm inclined to believe John. Uh, Me too. I am also inclined to believe that Facebook sucks. So, yes. They do suck. See- and actually... Here's the problem. You you really can't say anything good about Facebook because everyone hates Facebook so bad. It's like one of the few things that both of our political parties can agree on, Facebook bad. Um, So, yeah, it's hard to say anything positive. And so if you do, you know, you're going to get an article written about you because... Well, this is what I'm upset about, okay? Because I said nice things about Mark Zuckerberg and my Facebook account got locked. (laughs) I don't even use Facebook, dude. I think I I check Messenger like once a week and I went to check and it just went, no, your account's locked. And I can't get it back because they have the wrong email on file. I have my current email in my Facebook thing. But they won't send the two-factor authentication to my new email. They want to send it to one from like 2010. <laughs> so I guess I just don't. I said nice things about Mark Zuckerberg, and now I can't get in. I should send him that article, being like, "See what I said? I I said the Facebook was great, according to this article. So please let me in. You can't talk to anyone <laughs> real at Facebook either. To get you, there's no like support. Yeah, and one time. No, it's- Someone spent like $600 on my card for like running ads in Bangladesh or something. I don't know. What? On Facebook? <laughs> it was like, yeah, last year because I had like a Facebook business account because I don't know, dude, like eight years ago, I was like, this is the only way to, to, for people to like watch you on YouTube is I'll pay for ads. And I had like $10 in my bank account and I spent all those $10 on like trying to promote the YouTube channel on Facebook so like what? eight people could see it. And uh, that face, don't worry. Yeah. So then somebody from got in to my Facebook business account and spent a bunch of money, uh, my money, on their ad budget. And Facebook didn't like refund you or anything. They're just like, oh no, it must have been you. Who else? No, I've never, I've never spent money on ads. Never, ever. Back in our day, it was a popular thing. You know, I would say probably like twenty. 15 2016 i heard from some big youtubers you heard they'll rename them remain unnamed but they'd be like yeah you know every time i publish a video i'll spend three four grand on advertising and i'm like three four grand that's what i make in a month why are you spending that on a (laughs) single ad in videos (laughs) and they're like well dude it it works so great because like you know that initial kind of traffic that you need you don't have to worry about the algorithm because you push a bunch of traffic there and then once a hundred thousand people have seen the video because that's how many you know views you paid for through ads then it will just naturally get picked up and i was like okay i'm gonna try that so i did like uh i did on facebook and youtube and on youtube it like didn't seem to really do much and was a waste of money on facebook Mm -hmm. it legitimately worked well but what Facebook does but. is once they once you give them money, they know you're a sucker. And so after you've paid, they yes. will freaking smash your page. Like so if you nothing. have like if you just post a so regular they, thing, three people mm-hmm. will see it. Yep. 
they're, they're like, like, oh, you well, want more than three a, people? That'll be weird. $10, no one please. Saw it. You, should, you should give us some money. And then you give them like 10 bucks and they're like, 20,000 people saw this post. So then I was like, screw you, Facebook. And ever since then, I haven't used it. And then last week, I made a joke about Facebook and someone tweeted me and said, uh, something along the lines of like this company helped make your job why are you dissing on them and i was like facebook didn't do crap for me and he was like well you have yeah. a facebook page and i was like yeah but no one uses that like i don't i haven't logged in there on years and he's like well then prove it like delete it if it's not important <laughs> I'm like, all right so i did the internet so I don't have is a so stupid account anymore <laughs> well neither do i apparently I mean, <laughs> quinn quinn has explained uh a phenomena that, that we've seen some of our our peers on tech YouTube do where they'll, they'll post a video and it gets 4,000 views in a day. And then you'll, you'll check back like two days later and it's like 400,000. Yeah. No, like, we're not mentioning any names, but the, the practice that Quinn's talking about is still happening today. And it's, and it's uh, kind of messed up because they'll get sponsors in those videos and be like, look, we're getting four or five, 600 K a video. And it's like, dude, all those views are off platform. They're those are not your subs. Like the the engagement. You got you guys got to DM me the names. I'm interested. DM me mm. those names. Oh, oh, oh it's uh, you, <laughs> oh, I, it's like, Quinn. I've got extensive. If research. I said I, uh, Quinn, if I say <laughs> what name pops in your head? <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll we'll talk about it okay. after the, the lights go off. I'm not ready for the expose. Hey, you know what? You, Maybe I'll censor that part out. Maybe I won't. But I think Quinn knows what I'm talking about now. <laughs> John, we're we're talking about all this money and these people. They're just what is it at the end of the day they're trying to do? They're just trying to get ahead. Yeah, that's what they're right? trying that's to do. They they're trying want. to get ahead. They're trying to get ahead. What if we had an opportunity for you from the next sponsor, BlockFi, <laughs> who, who we love, and BlockFi. Sorry, <laughs> BlockFi. <laughs> Go ahead. What if you could get ahead right now with a credit card from BlockFi? You might say, oh my God, dude, this is truly the version of a mail-in credit card offer, but in a podcast. Have we really gotten to that this late stage version of yes. capitalism? No, we have not. <laughs> because this is not going to give you cash back like a normal card. BlockFi's credit option gives you Bitcoin back with every purchase that, that's eligible. Dude, that's and amazing. They you spend a little bit of today's purchase. money and get back the future. You get back tomorrow's money. Every purchase that I have made, to my knowledge, has been eligible. I have been using this card exten like extensively, basically full-time, every purchase I can on the card. And I'm getting a 1.5% Bitcoin back. Now, for those of you that have been watching crypto, you're like, oh, this is really confusing. I don't know if I want to put up my own money in it now. This is rewarding you for spending, and it just is going to accumulate over time. Like As the price of Bitcoin will go up, if it does in the future, I can't speak to the future. I, as a Sam, believe that it will as an investor. I, as a Sam. I, as a Sam, believe that it will. I'm going to be making more money. You could, It's like, I can take 2% cash back today or 1.5 tomorrow of Bitcoin, of what I would call, Sam Cole would call as the host of this podcast. I don't know if BlockFi would say this, but I would say this. I would call it the, the, the world of currency of the future. I would say it's going to change everything. But no joke. That's just me like, as a crypto Before enthusiast. we even recorded... Uh, we were telling Quinn who was sponsoring today, and Sam just started pitching BlockFi to Sam. Like, no one paid him to do it. He just started doing it. Sam loves it's BlockFi. It's true. <laughs> I, genuinely, I think it's a really cool idea, and it's something I'm really passionate about. And you guys are listening to Genius Bar. I care about you. I care about you knowing about the latest and greatest. And this is one of these opportunities where it's like you could become 
you could reach some of your financial goals potentially through this card and through its mission. So when you guys sign up, you get a bonus back of $25 in crypto after your your first purchase. So, I mean, that's $25 of crypto just for making one purchase with the card. It's pretty dope. And you go to blockfi.com slash genius. It's really, really dope. I've been using the card. I love it. I do want to read the terms and conditions just because these are highlighted. Not all will be eligible. Geographic, regulatory, and underwriting restrictions apply. Fees and terms are subject to change. Additional terms at service, blockfi.com. Service at BlockFi.com. BlockFi is a financial technology company and banking service provided by Evolve Bank and Trust member FDIC. Sorry, I have to read it. That. I, I, I want to speed it. your voice up in editing so it sounds like an old radio You should. Ad. You really, really should. Um, are you allowed, <laughs> is there like a law for how much you can speed it up? Is that like a thing? No, not for me. Anyway, <laughs> I love BlockFi. I've been using the card nonstop and uh, I think you guys should too. So check it out. Links down below. This is like a YouTube ad now. I'm like, check it out. Link down below. Smash <laughs> that link down. Yeah, BlockFi.com slash genius. Get started today. Start making Bitcoin back on all of your qualifying purchases. Thank you, BlockFi, for supporting this episode of James Bond. The baby again. Okay. Dude, I went, this is, okay, Quinn, little fun fact about the show. After the last ad read, that was the last one for the the show, anything, it doesn't, there are no rules. So I have no promises for the end of the show. No one's listening anymore? Wow. We like to pretend that no one's listening. And so this part of the show is just like, it's a free for all. There was, Mm. I still get messages to this day because I was making like a hundred dollars a month on YouTube until like two years ago. And, uh, instead of Facebook ads, what I would do, what was it called? It was like Crowdflare, I think was the app. And you could, you could follow a bunch of people on Twitter. And if they followed you back, it would automatically send them a message. So there are like thousands of people that have a message from John Prosser. being like, hey, I have this really nice... You like tech stuff? Well, I have this really ni- nice tech channel. Just please subscribe and you know, hope you have a good day. Dude, thousands of those messages have gone out. And to this day, I'll just randomly get someone that's like, oh, hey, man, just now saw this. Uh, you're doing really good. Uh, keep up the good work. <laughs> I'm like, Oh, my dude, God. <laughs> I remember one day I did that, and I got 10 subscribers in one day, and I thought that was it, dude. I made it big time. I, my favorite maybe reply, I'm just... there was one person that was like, hey, man, just got out of jail. Just saw this. Sorry. <laughs> like, years later, he has been in jail and missed my message. <laughs> I don't know. I guess I never resorted to anything like that you don't, I don't know, the know. I mean Sam. I mean I started in 2013 like I was a freshman in high school when I started my channel so it's like I was young and stupid like we all are mm-hmm. but I I don't know I, I guess I just it always felt icky to me to like sub for sub or <laughs> okay I'm like, a little yeah, icky I, all right I I also am just an incredibly like long-term thinker and like how I think about everything so I was just like yeah I might get 100 subs today but they're not gonna care dude like, I just this I, I promote my video it. on Facebook it's like it wasn't. Okay. I wasn't doing sub for sub. I was just introducing. <laughs> That's all I was doing. I, the, in my head, I was like, "This isn't icky. This is okay." Because if I was at a party, I would introduce myself at a party. The internet is my party, and I'm just introducing myself. I'm not saying, "Hey, sub for sub." I'm saying, "Hey, I have a YouTube channel. I see you like tech stuff." Because I would like uh, Marquez would tweet. This was my. This was my process. Marquez would tweet. And as soon as he would tweet, 
I would start following all the people that that were liking his tweet because that told me that they were current active users of Twitter. They're probably on it right now. So I'll follow all of them. I know they're interested in tech because they're liking a Marquez tweet. And then I just shot thousands of messages to them being like, hey, if you like tech stuff, I know you do. I'm watching. I know you like tech stuff. I have a tech YouTube channel. You should watch it. And I had like this custom YouTube channel trailer that was like 30 seconds that was being sent just to people on Twitter trying to convince them to subscribe. That's disgusting. You're disgusting, <laughs> dude. That is How do you horrible. think I got you, here? You <laughs> are work. a literal spam account. Also, if you guys notice in your DMs, the like women that sit, just say hi, like it's the picture that of a was woman. Me. It just it just says hi. Like I've been I, I used to get like one a month, but now it's like every day I will get two that's like, hi, hello. And I, it, like, I was just having like one of those days where I was like oh, checking no, my DMs, like working Sam, a bunch of stuff. This is how you're going to get them, exposed. No, 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 I didn't. This is I was not waiting you for think you. I was just having one of those days, man. It was rough and so I replied. And- <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I looked at it and it was like, hi, hello. <laughs> Obviously it was fake. So instead of like replying what they want me to say, which is like, you're so beautiful. Let's get married tomorrow. I said, you're really ugly. And then they replied back and they go, why you say that? <laughs> <laughs> why you say that? No, no, I didn't reply to that. Dude, as what well, kind of day were like, you having where you like knowingly replied to a bot? No, because I wanted the person that was doing it to feel dumb. Like, oh, like stop him. reaching out to people trying to trick them into like doing a, a, like a marriage abroad. Okay. Can you guys stop and, mocking how I met my wife? Is that how you did it? <laughs> <laughs> no. That's how I did you're the it. one that going hi hi hi. <laughs> that's that dude. That's like how she I... responded. The, you're the first girl in twenty thousand girls to say <laughs> yeah. hello. Hey, they say it's a numbers game, Quinn. That's what all my friends tell me whenever right. I'll, I'll get like sad boy hours. I'll be like, I don't know if it's they're like it's just a numbers game, bro. And that's uh, right. Karina. She she was a fan of the YouTube channel, and uh, she was like leaving comments. And you know how it is, Quinn. You see one girl in the comments. There's like a there's like a point one percent male or uh, female demographic. That's what we get. So you see one female in the comments, and you're like, "That's the one. That's the one." And so she was in the, she was in the comments, and I didn't reply. Like I didn't want to like I didn't want to be weird, right? <laughs> and so I saw her in the comments every few episodes. I was like, "She's really pretty. Hope she's actually a girl." And then <laughs> and then. Uh, she followed me on Twitter. So I was like, she will get the hint. I'm not going to message her. That would be weird. That would be abusing my power. My power. I had like 50,000 subscribers at the time. I don't know. And uh, so I did not I did not message. I followed her on Twitter. And she went, oh, thanks for following me. And I was like, damn it. That's, you have to understand what I'm doing. Please message me first. And then uh, I, I think I tweeted her. was like, her bio was funny. So I was like, hey, great bio. 10 out of 10 IGN was something stupid and she didn't understand the ign meme she thought i was making fun of her so there goes my chance again and then eventually just like one night out of nowhere she messaged me first and we literally have talked every day since then and are engaged oh the internet the internet is crazy but i didn't message first let that let that be known i waited for i waited for the for the for the girl to be like you weren't gonna be a loser i get it i get it yeah (laughs) How did you meet your um, wife, though? Yeah. Oh, my story is so boring. Um, I bet it's she not. She and my best friend married oh, her best friend. Oh, that's a scary <laughs> man. 
My best <laughs> friend married her best friend, and uh, we were both at the wedding. We were both dating other people at the time, and neither of them worked out. So then, like a year and a half later, our friends were like, "Hey, you guys should go on a date." And I was like, "She lives really far away," and she was like, "He's not attractive." And uh, <laughs> just <kidding. laughs> Why is it cutting no, to that person? Who know. is that person? Know. That's the guy who's not attractive. Get that spooky guy out of here. Yeah. That's what uh, she thought Quinn no, looked she like. Said, she said something along those lines. Uh, no, just kidding. And uh, yeah, we uh, went on a few dates and then I was like, well, you're really great, but you live too far away. So we stopped dating <laughs> and then she moved closer. And then I was like, all right, let's try this Wait, again. Did she move and closer then, on purpose? Uh, I don't know. I'll ask her. Maybe. I think so. <laughs> I would move closer. <laughs> I would move closer to I've have a chance with you. That. Yeah, yeah. And uh, thank you. Uh, and yeah, so ever since then, it's been good. And we got married. Our, our one-year anniversary is next week. So. Early congratulations. Congrats. Thank congrats, you. dude. Thank you. That's because she won She won Quinn. So she gets that. She did. She, she is, won him. She's the real prize winner, isn't she? I live in Arkansas now. I moved from Ohio to Arkansas because that's where she is. Oh. And I didn't want to like be weird and take her from her family to... Like, come live with a YouTube guy, so I came here. Yeah, that sounds really sketchy. Yeah, doesn't it? Like, hey, I met this guy on YouTube. I'm going to go all the way to Ohio now. First of all, oh my God. That no one Dude. believes that. No one that lives in no, Ohio is on YouTube. That sounds like an... I've gotten a message that says that exact same thing. Yeah. <laughs> come to Ohio. It's very fun. Um, I know it's. I know we're not talking about tech stuff, but uh, Quinn, what's mm. since Sam said I was icky, what is the sketchiest thing you did to grow your YouTube channel? Do you have anything? <laughs> It's okay. You're established now. You can say the you can say the gross stuff. Uh, I don't know. Probably buy those ads back in 2015. I did it for like a couple months, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, I did like to the point where, um, I, I when I was pitching to brands, I'd be like, "Hey, like normally I charge this amount, but if you want to pay like 20 percent more, I'll spend all of that." 20% on ads and that might increase the number of eyes uh, that see the thing. And I had a couple that were like, okay. And then one was like, <laughs> okay. why would we do that? Cause that's not your audience. And then I was like, yeah, this whole thing is kind of a sham. Yeah, and then yeah. I was like, this is dumb. So then I stopped doing it. But, um, yeah, that's probably the only thing I do remember. This isn't like a sham, but so <laughs> when I started my YouTube channel, like forever ago, the uh-huh. channel was called that snazzy iPhone guy. And, Good name. Um, Back then. Yeah, thank you. When I started it, I didn't know you could make money on YouTube. I was just a total dumb, dumb Mm 15-year-old. And uh, so what happens is is I start making videos and people are like, hey, these are okay. And I'm like, thanks. There's only like three of us, so you don't have much option. And then uh, (laughs) as my channel started to grow, I found out about the YouTube partner program, which back then you had to get into the partner program. Dude, do you remember getting your letter in the mail? Yeah, dude. Sam, do you did you ever have to do that? I know I had to apply. I was I would have I would have got gotten in in uh, July of 2013. So if they still did it then, maybe. I can't remember. I can't remember. They've changed it like a million times. But back yeah. then, like originally when I joined, you had to be literally invited. Like yes. YouTube would contact yes. you and say, "Hello, friend." Um, and then. In a few months after I started, so this would have been like March 2009, maybe, um, wow. they opened the program up to everyone where you could apply. And I think you had to have a thousand subscribers, or maybe it was 10,000. I think, I think it was a thousand subscribers. Might have been 10,000. I don't know. But you had to have like X number of subscribers and then a certain number of views. Um, and so I applied 
and you could apply once every three months. And then if they rejected you, you had to wait and for another three months. I applied like mm. two or three times maybe. It felt like an eternity, but it was probably like less than a year. And they reject, rejected me twice. And they didn't, they didn't give any reason. It wasn't like, Hey, here's why. Mm. And I was like, well, I meet all the qualifications. And I saw other YouTubers that were smaller than me getting into the partner program. So I was like, what the heck, man? And, uh, so I thought maybe it's because I've been using copyrighted music in my intros. And uh, back then there was no like spooky little machine that the second you uploaded the video, it's like, yeah. band, you're, you're out of here. Like yeah. It was all like human <laughs> review at that point. So, and then I was like, Oh, maybe this is why. So I tried to delete some of my videos, but the problem was like literally every video I ever made had the copyrighted music mm. in the intro. So then I was like, I've got it. I'm going to start a new channel. So there make, it is. I make a video <laughs> and I say, Hey everyone, that snazzy iPhone guy, the video is still on YouTube. You can look it up. It's called rest in peace. That snazzy iPhone guy. I was like, I'm moving to a new channel. It's called, <laughs> uh, this iPhone guy and go subscribe. Nice. <laughs> and I kind of, I kind of lied. The, the truth was no one was letting me into the partner program. And that's really what I wanted. But I think my pitch was like, I have 10,000 subscribers and I'm only getting like a thousand views a video. And that's really sad. And I think it's uh -huh. because a lot of these accounts are kind of like fake accounts or, or they subscribed and they're not interested. And I want to start over because I want as many views as I have subscribers. Yeah. Um, and then people are like, whatever. So then I get to the new <laughs> account. I start making videos there for a few months and I meet the qualifications like super fast. I apply and YouTube's like, no, nah, not not accepted and i was like dude i'm losing hope over here i just want to make ten dollars a month come on and uh then out of nowhere i get an email that's like hey that snazzy iphone guy has been invited to be a partner channel on youtube congratulations and i was like frick i don't use that channel anymore that's amazing so I was like, yeah so i was like i'm just gonna wait if i got in over there i'm gonna be able to get in on this next one so I waited like two more months and was like, hey, I own the channel. That's Nazi iPhone guy. That's a partner channel. I don't uh -huh. even use that channel anymore. So like you should partner this one. I meet all the qualifications. And they were mm -hmm. like, no. So then I made a video and I was like, hey, everyone, we're going back. <laughs> Go back to the original. Did you really? <laughs> oh, my yeah. God. Is that video still up? Uh, Probably. So, oh, my uh, God. Yeah. If you search <laughs> what is this it called? iPhone guy. If you search I'm looking this iPhone, right right iPhone guy and up. what? Like unrip? Uh, yeah, we back. No, the first one was R.I.P. That snazzy iPhone guy. If you search this iPhone guy, I haven't done it in years. I feel like oh, I a found few years it. ago. Like, yeah, it's still there. <laughs> That's so three point three thousand like subscribers. A, you look like a different person in that video. Yeah, I was skinny. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just saying. I think it's just the beard. Ah, uh, yeah, that could be it too. That could be. Yeah, it. And maybe that you were like a teenager, like ten yeah. years ago. That <laughs> it's just to hide what's. Behind. Well, I went to. Uh, gotcha, gotcha. I so I added your phone number last night, Quinn, and it popped up mm -hmm. on like you know the this suggested contact photo or whatever, oh, and yeah. it was like you without a beard, and I was like, this isn't him. <laughs> Who is this guy? <laughs> Who is this? Yeah, I started working out, so hopefully in a few months I can get rid of this. We'll see. Whenever I grow a beard, it's because I got fat. So <laughs> that's why. That's the, now that's every the time tip. you see a beard, just know, like when did it? It was yep, actually. It's it's funny that you talk about that. Also at the Apple Store, I've just got. I'll just show you. I should actually show you guys. Where is I bought. this going? I got a. Uh, I got this today Ooh, at the Apple I have Store. That very same one. Is it good? I don't know. I've used it like twice. <laughs> okay. um, it's HomeKit uh, capable. Yes, home that's capable. what I'm. Yeah, syncs with yeah, the health uh, app. Yeah, that's why I got it. So this is like Apple actually sells this at their store, and I was like, I don't have a scale, and I was like, I want something that'll like show up in my my health app. And so like I've gained a lot of weight recently. Like I'm the heaviest I've ever been, 
So I'm just kind of like, so I'm at that age. I'm like 23. 160. Just I'm like, I'm like 180. But <laughs> it's, I, it's like the heaviest I've ever been. So I'm like, I'm like trying to monitor myself just because like I do work out a lot. And I'm just, I also want to learn like, am I gaining more muscle than fat? Is this all fat that I've gained? Like I, I want to, because in my mind, everybody tells me. I mean, you did like, oh, say you I've ate all that magic spoon. Exactly. Like I, I tell myself, like I've been working out. It's like the like the extra twenty pounds is like all muscle. But like I want, I want the scale to yeah. tell me if that's true to see if my BMI is as low as I think or if it's a little higher. So just because like I want, I want to be healthy, and that's I, I was using the watch tonight, like running with it. It's just so fun. It's so nice to. to oh, dude! So like right before, uh, I want to say like twenty minutes before we got on the podcast, um, I called you, Sam, from my watch. Mm-hmm. Like this is so I never I never had the cellular Apple Watch before, but I wanted the stainless steel because shiny and it just so happens yeah. to be cellular. And uh, I was outside and called you from the watch and it oh, worked. I was I'm in the future great. now. Yeah, it's not oh, square, also, but it can call you. Last thing I got at the Apple store because I'm an Apple beta male. Yeah. <laughs> uh, mm, dude, I ordered colors. I ordered a blue one like an idiot. I don't think I'm going to keep these. I was going to say, don't, didn't you just shit on the HomePod mini and you're buying more? Here's the thing. They added lossless audio audio to the HomePod. Quinn, I don't know if you've tested this. It actually sounds better. Like the mini sounds, I would say 20% better in my experience with lossless audio enabled. Is that with or without placebo? It's probably with. (laughs) That's my concern. No, that's my concern. (laughs) But I feel like my actual HomePod definitely sounds better. Like I, I can tell a yeah, difference because it's true. also not AirPods. Like these actually can't, like these are speakers. I believe that you could, there is some difference in the, in the lossless capability. You should give it a try. Cause John, yeah, John, try it on. Do you have any HomePods, Quinn? Like I know John, you have a couple. We have couple. one in almost every room, a HomePod. Yes. Yeah, oh, they're just for home kit automation stuff. So dude, mm. same. Great. Cause when they're in the room, you can just be like, turn on the lights instead of like, turn on the lights oh. in this room at this, yeah. you know, this yeah, room. Except yeah, yeah. I, I was telling the story to Sam. I don't know if it was last week, the week before, but my fucking, my home pod mini that we have in the bedroom, uh, we had, we, at first we would say good night and it would like turn off. We have a, we have a big led strip behind our headboard and like all this crazy stuff. And when we say good night, it turns everything off and our, and arms our security system. But <sighs> Siri stopped responding with like an action and just would tell us good night. <laughs> we would be like, hey, Siri, good night. And she'd just like, go, oh, good night. And all the lights would just be on. So we changed <laughs> it to bye bye. We go, hey, Siri, bye bye. And like, I want to say 70% of the time, Siri will turn everything off, arm the security system. But there's still that 30% where she just goes, Okay, bye bye. That crap <laughs> and is weird, do man. That crap's weird because so we have a, an automated garage door, right? Uh-huh. Um, and we could say open the garage and it'll yeah. open it. Um, mm. And then we have a camera inside the garage, um, just to you know check stuff out because it's detached from the house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know why. I think it was iOS 15, but just starting out of nowhere, whenever I say open the garage, which would always open the garage door, it now opens the camera inside the garage. And I'm like, <laughs> no, no, that's not what I'm talking about. And oh I was like, God. maybe this is just a me thing. And then my wife was like, hey, why does my phone keep opening the camera in the garage? And I'm like, I don't know. It's not working. What? And so I set up an automation called Garage. 
and so now when we say open the garage, it's like, okay, I'm going to run the automation called the garage, which just opens the garage. And it's like, what? Yes. What are you doing? Siri? So it's so not weird. just me, dude. No. no I, so bad. since updating to iOS 15, none of the lights respond. Like in HomeKit, <laughs> they don't even know. It doesn't even know we have lights. <laughs> like nothing works. I'll, well, now, anytime we say a command, and we're so used to it, like we have motion sensors in every room. So when you walk in, the lights turn on, like everything happens. But now nothing happens and yeah. we're not used to it. And we'll just be like, hey, Siri, will you do this? And then she's just like, I'm sorry, the lights in every room aren't responding. And so, but she doesn't say that until like, I don't know, a good 10 seconds after we make a command, like, nothing I'm will so happen. And then we'll ha- we'll sit down to watch a movie, and like a half hour in, all the lights will just turn on. <laughs> like she'll finally get it and do like finish the command. Not even joking. A half hour later. That's weird. What router have you got? We have the Eero Pro, whatever. Mm. The those mesh are unit, especially weird because those are supposed to have HomeKit support built in. They do. They are some in of the weirdo kind of network things you got to enable. Yeah, it's weird. We had our main home pod because you have to have like the yes, the, uh-huh. the dad, right? Yes. Like the, yeah, the, yeah. The, yeah. And so we ordered like a couple different home pod minis and we wanted to move the location of the home pod and I could not rename it. I don't know why. So I'm like, I'm just going to delete it and start over. And uh-huh. it shows up like I could see my Apple TVs and all my home pod minis as hubs. And I'm like, great, it's just going to work. I deleted that home pod and my whole home kit setup got <laughs> yes. wiped out. And I was like, no. <laughs> and I had to go through and rename every single don't light you have, bulb. Do you have like, backup hubs? Yeah, I thought that's yeah. I'm like, doesn't work. I was like, this should work because they're all like, these are these are great. And then I yeah. deleted the one HomePod and everything was gone. And I was yeah. Like, oh no. my god. So that took like two hours to set. I was like, telling my wife, I'm like, is the light on now? Which light's on? She's like, this room. And I'm like, great. Light number twenty four is <laughs> yeah. the dining room. Yeah. Yeah. Oh it, my nothing. God. Well, still, I'm recording this podcast and just nothing works. So I'm just assuming that. I don't know. The next version of iOS 15 will fix it. I don't know what to do. Do you, do your lights work? Mine do. Well, okay, what lights do you have? Not my garage. Uh, Lutron. Oh, we have uh, Philips Hue. Uh, and they are out of commission. Oh, rats. Hmm. Yeah, now I have to turn it on with a light switch like a peasant. Oh, imagine. <laughs> imagine having to touch a light it's switch so when bad. you enter a room. Oh well, my you know God. what's stupid is half of our light switches are covered by those little Lutron things. Mm, so that you so can't I can't even access the light switch. Well, what do you mean See, they're covered? This is why I got the Lutron it. stuff was when I built out my whole It's wired in, stuff, isn't it? I was like, I have to be able to use it as a normal thing. Otherwise, it's not going to work. Sam, you, so, see that th- you see that thing on the switch right there? That little circle. circle knob? Yeah. That is covering an existing light switch. So the way that works, the way that works. And right, it's a dimmer, right? Yes. But when your system in the house isn't communicating, it doesn't do anything. <laughs> yeah, my, my dad has a bunch of Litron stuff in his house, and he loves it as well, Quinn. Yeah, um, it's, it's bulletproof. I've never had an issue. I love it. Yeah, it's the Lutron one thing in HomeKit have... where it has never not worked. I mean, and to be fair, so like Lutron kind of invent. Is it just me or did Lutron invent the dimmer? Like, I think they may have in- literally know. invented it, the dimmer. It's possible. It's either them or what's the other one that's uh, popular that yeah. they make everything. Uh... Don't you have like uh, smart 
blinds and curtains at your house too? I do. Those are Lutron as well. They're they're Caseta brand. Um, yeah. And oh my gosh, they are so expensive, but they're totally worth it. They each one runs on eight D cell batteries. So not looking forward to the time I got to replace those bad boys. <laughs> but um, they mount super easily. You just give them like the dimensions of your window, and they're Lutron. So I have switches that I've yeah. put on my walls that are like open and close the shade and then I can use Siri and it's awesome. And we have automations like when we say good night, um, which mine does work. Um, same deal. It turns <laughs> off all you. the lights. It turns on the <laughs> security system. It rolls down all the shades. It sets our thermostat to the temperature we want for when we're sleeping. Uh-huh. It just does a bunch of stuff. Make sure the TVs are off. Mm-hmm. Pretty handy. So I did. Yeah, mine doesn't work. And that's sad. Uh, Joel Spira, who is the went on to found Lutron was the first person who invented a dimmer in, in the home. Oh, there like he go. didn't invent the idea of dimming, but he he invented like the first practical application where like a consumer Thank could you, buy. Joel. So you, that's probably nice why Lutron has. <laughs> that's why Philips Hue Sparkly doesn't work and Quinn's Throwing the baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Joel. Thank you, Joel. Yeah, they're good. They're expensive, but they're good. Before we go, yeah. I wanted to mention the uh, the Mark Gurman thing about the reality headset. Do we care? Sure. He said that it's coming pricey. It's going to be pricey coming next year. But he also said that it was coming this year at an in-person event. So we'll just, there we go. Yeah. He also yeah. said that the Apple Watch was going to be square. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. yeah. Uh, Is only Mark him. Gurman the new no John else. Prosser? Yeah. No <laughs> yeah. Dude, when yeah, he, I mean, uh, when he, um, got the apple watch thing wrong i i had a picture ready a photoshopped version of him without eyebrows that i was going to tweet but i was like no nah, it doesn't work if i also got it wrong and then i tweeted i have to wait till he's wrong so by himself saved up, saved yeah. Up. Yeah, oh my god i will say that the headset's an interesting idea i'm very excited for it because my problem with vr right now is every application i've tried is just like Eh, but like the screen doesn't that good. It feels like you've got something on. It's just, it's clunky, Do you get motion right? sick? Anyone here get motion sick with VR stuff? Mm, no, yeah, I get a me. headache. I've gotten a throw headache. Put me into the metaverse, what I've baby. Used. Put me in the mark. I'm ready. <laughs> you gotta watch Mark's thing. He did so good. <laughs> but the, the people that have, you know, been giving Gurman the rumors are obviously very connected because he's working at Bloomberg. He's very good. And they've said things like the screens are, quote, indistinguishable from reality because they are dual six to eight K displays that you'll be looking at. So that's what has me excited because I'm like, what if you would actually be immersed? Like what if you would, and we've seen what it looks like. Actually, we've seen that that drawing from the information. They were the first to publish it. Oh yeah, we'll and they're at it. they're pretty accurate when it comes to that stuff oh, too. Yeah, no, the information doesn't share something unless it's happening. Sounds so, expensive. unlike somebody here. Yeah, I think it's going to be Sam. upwards of three grand. <laughs> hey, 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 but yeah, it's it's going to be expensive. Like it, it's not going to be like a oh, you want a present for your. This is going to be like you are a VR enthusiast. Yeah. You want the cutting edge? Get this. It's going to make me sick, but I'm going to get it. I get motion sick if I just stand up too fast. So. Speaking <laughs> of VR, did you know that you can still edit video in Final Cut Pro in VR? It's great. I don't what? edit. I edit in Premiere Pro. Uh, right. Yeah, like a poor person. I use what? Final no, Cut. No, that thing's expensive, man. That <laughs> it creative is, cloud. It yeah. is for real. Okay. Yeah, wait, no. Your pants. Do, do you edit your video still? Um, generally, no. I do edit one in probably 10 
but not often. Okay, what That's makes great. you choose the one video out of 10? Because just because you have to or your editor's Time. busy or... Yeah, yeah, I hate editing. It's the thing I've never liked about YouTube. Back when I started, back in the olden days, we would all just hit record on the on the Sony uh-huh. Cybershot on the camcorder. You'd get your MP4 and you put that baby right up on YouTube. Yeah. Or you put like a 45-second intro in the beginning to let people know who you are and what you do, that you do reviews and unboxings and stuff and uh, put copyrighted <laughs> music on that and yeah. then you'd upload that baby to YouTube. <laughs> Dude, and uh, a- when I got back from Bolivia, because I was there for a couple of years, everyone, Marquez and all these chumps, Jonathan Morrison, were like, hey, look, YouTube's fancy now. And so then mm-hmm. I was like, crap. So I had to start <laughs> learning to shoot, which I was never really yeah. good at. I had to start editing, which I am pretty good at, but I don't love it. And uh, so I spend most of my time writing, and then I try to hire out the rest, and it's been you. So, so you write every, you're, every part of your video scripted? Yep. Every well, it depends on the video. So, like the MacBook, we just did off the cuff. Um, you did the MacBook most... video just off mm-hmm. off the cuff. Okay. I'll yeah. Wait. We. I mean, I grabbed the tweets that I wanted and I put them in the uh-huh. order that I wanted to do them in. But we just we just did it. And sometimes it takes me like one or two takes until I'm happy with something. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, that. So I say like probably one in four videos are unscripted. The Windows one we did was unscripted, but most of them are are written a hundred percent, and I'll use a teleprompter. So, yeah. So oh, nice. well, I don't use a teleprompter because I feel like if I use one, it sounds like I'm reading. It it does take a little bit of practice, and I'll like interject. It's really weird because I'll be reading it and it's written well, and then I'll yeah. be like, "It's like uh, the AirPods," <laughs> and like my script yeah. is like, "It's like uh-huh. the AirPods," and yeah. so just to make it feel a little less formal. This is and a, I think it's convincing. But this is an FPT script. This is episode one thousand seventy eight. And it's all written down or all typed yeah, out, maybe. but uh, I just I like read a paragraph, memorize it, and then say it because I feel like it comes out more natural if I just do it that way. Then because I That's can't impressive. read. Yeah, I can't is it really memorize that? freaking anything? I can't yeah. memorize more than ten words at a time. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I wanted to be. I went to acting school, and I was like, I'm going to be a famous actor, and you see how well that worked out. So I use one thing from acting school, and it's memorizing lines. That's it. That's good. That's I get it. comments every like like once every couple of months, and they're like, "You'd be a great actor." I'm like, "Who are you watching?" Not me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm terrible. Like all my impressions are the same voice, and yeah. I've had like a couple different editors, but it got to a point where I was working literally like a half hour a day, and I can't do that. That's just like, mm. I'll do some. I I say some stuff, make some fart jokes in front of the camera, and send it off. And I I think I have control issues. If we're being honest, that sounds amazing. Dude. I think I like. Uh, I I'm just very particular about w- like cutting at a very specific frame and like the timing of music and everything has to be. And I think that's I just because like a lot of my stuff is humor based. And yeah. if someone edits it and misses a cut that I would make, it's not funny to me anymore. So I feel like I'm very controlling. I wish I could give that up. I'd love to give that up, but currently I'm editing every video because I'm an asshole. It's it's hard, but you can get there. I was the same. Where like when both times I I hired it out and luckily I have you know full time employee who's here and mm-hmm. they work for me and so it's not like a you know someone that I'm farming the editing work out to a yeah. couple times a month like yeah. they are they're here and it's great because yeah. we can proof it together and be like nah I don't really like the way that flows but um, it's weird because mentally I just the first time the first probably like twenty videos that my first editor and cinematographer did I was like. The music's not lined up, and why would yeah. you do that? And then I look at the comments, and everyone's like, "This is your best video yet." I'm like, "No, it's not, but whatever." They don't <laughs> seem to notice, so whatever. Yeah. So, and I've just kind of 
let them do it. And luckily, if you can find the right people that are good, they can they can do a good enough job, and mm-hmm. it's, it's great. So, are you gonna have a, an editor yet, Sam? Dude, why haven't you? I, you instead of spending five k on that display on that Pro Display yeah, XDR, that's a that's a month's worth of salary, baby. Come on, throw it at yeah, a person. But, but people, people don't. There was that. a month this summer where I didn't make more than that. Like when it got really bad. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. So, there was a point in the summer where Sam was like, <laughs> "I'm gonna uh, everything. I'm gonna have to go work at McDonald's." Yeah, <laughs> like, everything I was, was coming. Yeah, to I was end. like, I I was ready to look for a job at like NBC again and be like, "All right, guess I'm going back to the proper media industry." Yeah. Like, <laughs> which w- was me being silly, number one, and me needing to realize every year, and even though I tell it, myself it, this in the good though, periods, for real. Yeah. It, it it was just like I had zero sponsors lined up. There was no Apple news. There were no leaks to talk about. And I, I, I just wasn't having fun. And something that I'm going to for, I say this every time. I'm like, next time it gets bad, I'm going to remember that it'll get yeah. good again. And, and that sometimes can. the news is just slow and I never take it to heart. I'm always like, every time it's like worse or more dramatic. Like Luke, Luke Miani called me in like a panic one time. And he was like, dude, this is so bad. Like we're going to have no news to talk about. Like we were both just like spiraling together about like <laughs> things being bad. And then it's like, you Speaking have to take of Luke, back he said like, it might be too late. I told him not to buy the pro display XDR. He replied and said it might be too late. <laughs> I saw Quinn also tweeted at him, which was amazing. Oh yeah. I mean, basically I, here's what it comes down to. I am not yet willing to give up that, uh, coin to pay someone else to do it. And I would want to pay them really well. I would want to pay my editors super good. Like, or my people really well. I want it. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't want it to be like, they have to like look for a second job or something. Like I, I would want yeah. to like benefits. And I would like want to do the whole thing. I wouldn't want to just do a, you know, Oh, you pay all your taxes on your own and go, go over there. Like you're yeah. not really, I, I would <laughs> want it to be like a serious job. And uh-huh. number one, I don't think I'm the best delegator or leader in the world. I mean, I'm, I know that's something you learn. I have some experience, but number two, I wouldn't have enough to do. Like you said, John. Yeah. I think, I think it's going to be a, a, I think two things are going to happen later in my career. I'm a going to make less videos and therefore not care about editing as much. Like, Oh, I can edit one video a week. That's fine. One video every couple of weeks. That's fine. Or two, I'm going to get so caught up in other projects that YouTube is going to become like a side thing for me. And Mm. then it's going to be like, Oh, then I have an editor because you know, I like, it's just not feasible. Like I'm making more, my uh, my pride and joy is this other thing now. It's yeah. not actually Apple YouTube videos, but also like it depends which if I keep doing this forever, if I keep doing something else, I, I don't know. Maybe I'll do the podcast to like I'm ninety. You know, you just have to <laughs> quit, quit as a permanent host. No, you're gonna be. <laughs> no. You would only be like ninety four or something. I think. No, dude. <laughs> I feel like that's the scariest part to me. My biggest fear in YouTube is because I've seen it happen to a lot of people that I looked up to in the past. Uh, not just being completely disconnected from the audience, like not being cool anymore and not realizing it. And I'm just still like, I've seen people that I really look up to become very disconnected from what they should be making. And they just blame the audience. Like, Oh, you guys are just dumb and you don't get it anymore. And I don't, that's terrifying to me. Yeah. You get popular because of your relatability and then your success Makes you lose your relatability, and then like, <laughs> yes, yeah, oh. it's a it's a tricky balance. That's part of the reason why I've kept stuff so small. I mean, I'll talk to other YouTubers that are like, dude, you should have like five to eight employees and people writing your videos. I'm like, I can't. Mm-hmm. I know I'm making less money. I know yeah that I could. I'm killing myself trying to work, you know, fifty hours a week, but I can't not write my own videos and, and do all this stuff. And 
you know, stuff yeah. grows and I'm figuring stuff out, but it's, uh, it's a lot of work. It's not the easiest job in the world. It's not the how, hardest. How long you going? do you have an idea of how long you're going to be around? I don't know. Um, I, I never thought I would have been around for as long as I, I kind of ended up being, I went full time in 2018. That's when I graduated college and was like, I think I can actually do this. Mm -hmm. I did it for like nice. six months by myself. And I was like, I need someone to hold me accountable. Cause I was just, mm. I'd go into work like three days a week and just wasn't doing enough. And uh, I was uh, like, I need like an employee where I have a fixed liability where I'm like, I got to pay this person X number of dollars per year. And yeah. if I don't make it, we're going under. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> ever since I did that, it's, it's been really good. And, and we obviously the channel keeps growing. So uh, yeah. hopefully indefinitely, I mean, it's a job I really like. It's a job that I have a lot of fun doing. And uh, even though some months, uh, October, November, December are awful, um, they're also a lot of fun. So uh -huh. uh, it's uh, it's something I hope I can do for a long time. But I'm trying to make friends along the way so that if things go belly up, I can go get a job somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you? I think so. Sam and I, towards the end of last week's episode, that's when we were just like, oh, Quinn's on next week. We didn't actually talk to you yet. That's why I tweeted you while we were recording <laughs> the show. Right. Right. Uh, yeah. Sam said something about you leaving. You like you left for like four years or something. Yeah, I was gone for two. So from 2012 to 2014, um, I served uh, as a missionary for my church. And so um, I lived in South America. I mm -hmm. that was what I did full time. Um, we you, as a missionary, you pay to to go to the place that you're going to be in, and mm -hmm. so we, you know we pay the church like 400 bucks and then they kind mm -hmm. of pay a month and then they pay for your housing and your food and whatever. Yeah. Um, and, uh, so I was down there for a couple of years, learned Spanish and had a lot of fun, like learned so much about just so many life skills, um, mm -hmm. being able to talk to people and leadership stuff. And then I came back and that's when YouTube had really changed kind of guard because when uh -huh. I left, Whoa. I wasn't one of the biggest YouTubers. I mean, there was John Rettinger and, uh, Marquez, I think, had barely surpassed me, but I was probably in the top. Whoa! And like know, five, probably top five or six YouTubers, like and phone arena. We're talking like, yeah, right. <laughs> and I had like fifty thousand subscribers, maybe. And I remember oh. joking with everyone. I'm like, don't, don't be bigger than me when we get back. Yeah. Um, to all the up and comers, <sighs> and I knew they would surpass me, but I came back and I had grown from like 50,000 to 70,000 subscribers in my absence. And Marquez was like, Hey, you just hit like 2 million. And I was like, Oh, I gotta <laughs> catch up. And so it's been yeah. uh, like now uh, six years of, of doing that. And for a while I was just like a dog chasing its own tail, trying to copy what everyone else was doing. And then two, three years ago, I was like, I just got to try to do something else. Cause that's the only way that I'm going to be able to kind of make something work. And it's been good, I think. So yeah, you're one of the very few channels where I will watch it no matter what you post. Oh, one of the you. very, one of the very, very few channels. I don't watch uh what's that? Um, I update. Dude, that guy. <laughs> that guy needs to get a job at like NBC or something. He's trying too hard. <laughs> well, I, I saw his money on monitors and stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> do you guys ever do do that thing where you like check the like YouTube studio app? You're just like, oh, how did my video do? And then you're like, ah, like, what what have the past few comments said? And like you'll just see that comment that like somebody just like it's just like the perfect, perfect comeback to your video where they're like, it's a mean comment. And I was just like you're right. You're right. Like <laughs> just don't look the rest of the day. I yeah. So then I was just like, how is that the comment at the top? Like, why do why is it not the comment that's like the the ninety nine comments that are like, nice video, man. It's got to be the one that's like 
you look like you're struggling to survive. And I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> chill, dude. Sorry, I didn't sleep that well. They, well, they recently added click-through rate, I think. Yeah. And the, the, the front page tech audience is like my blessing and curse because they all watch like as soon as the video goes out and they're great. And when, like when the video first goes out, it's like a 30%, 35% click-through rate, which is crazy. Like the average is like, five percent but then after like the first few hours after the initial audience is done with it and it goes out in the ether to like regular people <laughs> to regular adults no one people stop watching it so then the click-through rate goes way down and youtube goes oh must be bad and then throws it away and it's like right. <laughs> yeah. 10 out of 10 that's the worst right. it's opening get, the app and it's get... like oh, how's this doing today 10 out of 10 <laughs> okay oh yeah see ya <laughs> All right. It is the worst. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it sometimes it's the best. Like when I see it's like number two or three or even one, I'm like, yeah, this is fun. Like gamifying it. It gives you the little confetti. You're like, yeah, yeah. baby. But sometimes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes. And it's like, like anytime I'm, I tried a couple MacBook videos and we did the exclusive MacBook Air thing because that's what was working. Fucking Sam over there is pumping out MacBook videos. Luke Mianis, everyone's watching it. So I'm like, okay, um, MacBook. And people are like, but it's not phone. Doesn't call people. I'm like, okay, then. iPhone 14, here you go. Nope, 10 out of 10. Ruined it. You ruined your chance. John's crying about having 400,000 subscribers and getting 100,000 views a video, by the way. No. <laughs> You're at 395,000? I didn't realize you were that much bigger than me, dude. I'm not, though. We get like the same amount That's of views. That's crazy. I think we get about the same amount of views per month, but I, you make less videos. Like people care about your videos more. No, per that's, video, no, per that, capita. I, no, I care less. That's what I, that's what happens. I I only make a video when I know it's going to do well. If it's something that I really care about or I really want to talk about, but I know it's not going to do well, I just don't make it because I'm an asshole. I did. I had a really good streak um, a couple weeks ago, like where videos were doing well. Like when I made you that and uh, Luke. reaction. Luke is on some. That, yeah, no. Luke's been going crazy. I texted him um, like the other day. It was like, hey, you're on the wave. Keep riding it. Just MacBook until there are no more MacBooks. Yeah. It's cool. But yeah, I mean, I, I made that reaction video to the MacBook Pro unboxing, like the 14-inch. I was leaving. Was... <laughs> just left. He's got the same chair as me. <laughs> Quinn's gone. <laughs> Not just me and you. I love I didn't say anything. We have the same chair, dude. Look, oh, I, said, I can spin around, oh, too. Uh, he texted me. He said... <laughs> He is a super P. He's going to die. So he'll be back. Bathroom. He's back. It was, uh, it, it's the one of the first easy gap collabs. We anyway, just won Quinn back, back everybody. Back. Hey. hey. <laughs> you just. All right. <laughs> you left and then I just cut to your, to your feet and it was just your chair spinning <laughs> in a circle. <laughs> we have the same queer uh, chin. We have the same chair, Quinn. Anybody have anything else they want to talk about? Baller chair. Uh, Yeah. Um, No, I don't. I'm trying to think. Like, is there any? Is there any other news? Is there any like big story? I feel Uh, like I'm retiring after this. I think I had Quinn on and then Um, the Beats Fit came out today, (sighs) which are like new beats. Yay! Uh, We got the 21.5 inch iMac discontinued. Okay, one less Intel Mac. Yeah, I mean, that's good because it was like a bad buy. I am going to, to buy there. the mm-hmm. shit out of the iMac Pro, though. Yeah. 
and I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna That's pre-order gonna it within awesome. minutes, and it's gonna take three months to get here, like everything else I try to order. <laughs> it's gonna be awesome. Um, the okay, only other, I, I got a question for you, both of you. Okay, Hit me. Hit what us. do you anticipate is the roadmap for the Mac Pro? Oh, well, we do have one more Intel left, one more Intel Mac, right? unless yeah, for some reason they just changed their mind. No, it's not coming out. I'm calling it now. It's not coming. I don't know. I I was I was agreeing with you for a long time, and now I think I might have changed my mind a little bit. What made you change your mind? Because, Why? well, okay. So obviously, we know that like the Jade Two C and the Jade Four C, which is two M one Maxes and then four M one Maxes, is coming out, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and they'll put that in obviously a, a Mac Pro type box. I'm still a believer in the rumor that we're gonna get some like weird like intermediary mac because the mac pro as its current size exists is totally unnecessary for that specific chip and so a bunch of people are like okay they're just going to discontinue it and then we're going to get the new super powerful you know m whatever the heck they're yeah. called the, the 2c and the 4c but here's the thing the mac pro and intel apps are still necessary for a lot of applications and apple has gone through this phase where they've pissed off a lot of their pros before and it really makes it difficult for them to get them back and they lose mm-hmm. a bunch of creatives that um you know need specific hardware. Video production is not one of those. Like these new Macs serve them super well. Mm-hmm. But for audio production where these people are using like 6 or 7 PCIe cards because they're uh you know, specific software that they use, like Ableton uses uh, hardware kind of PCIe devices to process audio. And then you've got like certain ML applications where they require um, uh, PCIe devices as well. I think it's feasible to believe that this new kind of ARM-based Mac Pro is going to have a couple PCIe slots, but I don't think they're going to have six or seven like the current Mac Pro. Mm-hmm. It's just a really unique device that that serves a very specific market. And it's a small market, but it's it's not that small when you consider the margins that Apple has on these machines and who is buying them. I mean, you've got corporations that are buying thousands of these machines at a time. And it's fairly easy for Apple, since they've already spent all the money doing the R&D with the 2019 Mac Pro, to just throw in 12th core or 12th uh, gen Intel Xeons and call it a day. And maybe that's the last Mac Pro but I think they need more time before they have a viable Mac Pro replacement for all of the weird edge cases mm-hmm. that need graphics support and PCIe support and all the stuff that I just don't think is ready for Apple Silicon yet. And maybe it is. And maybe next year they're like, hey, baby, here's a super powerful computer and there's four PCIe slots and you can throw in your your you know processors for your music applications, but it just doesn't seem like it's ready. And so I feel there's going to be... a like. Again, the the Mac Pro that Apple advertises that they want you to buy because that's the ARM version. But then Uh also, if you want a traditional Mac Pro with an Intel chip, we've got that too. It's really great. We just updated with a new chip and they probably won't even make a, a, you know, it'll be a press release. They won't mention it in the event, but I think it has to exist for a few more years. Well, I think so. Interesting. Behind the scenes, like marketing is what's really... uh, what has really pushed things, which is why I'm curious about the decision with an Intel Mac Pro, because like, okay, for example, you might remember a certain somebody here said that, uh, the same guy that said uh, the Apple Watch is going to be flat, that guy said uh, that the MacBook Pro was coming at Dub Dub. 
and people sold their mm. MacBook Pros in anticipation for this to happen, and then it didn't happen. But the AR models on Apple's website for the MacBook Pro that just came out were finalized in April, which was just a month or two before WWDC. So it makes me feel like we were supposed to get them. I don't know if it was the chip shortage or what, but things got pushed back, which makes me worry more about this Intel one. I also think the reason, further proof that I think you're right is the colors. Silver and Space Gray are not mm. iPhone colors. So yeah. I think that they probably would have retooled them and made them like Starlight and stuff, but these things have been ready for six months. You know? Yeah, so. agreed. So, But mm. that that pushes good point. the Mac Pros back because more than anything, Apple's going to care about the marketing and not like completely killing the sales of products, which is why I think we didn't get the Mac Mini at the end of this year. Uh, I think we would have gotten the Mac Mini this month had the MacBook Pro come out at DubDub. But because these were pushbacks that pushed back the Mac Mini, there's supposed to be a Mac Mini Pro coming out as well. Um, so that I feel like, are they going to push these back so far that the Intel that the Intel machines aren't going to matter anymore, and they will like hesitate to put like they will have hesitated too much, and so they just never come out, or will it be the opposite where they haven't finished uh, the Apple Silicon Mac Pro, so they just they just push out an Intel one and call it a day. I think that, you know, because they've been pretty firm on their promise of like, this is going to take two years and we're going to transition everything. But mm -hmm. as we've seen, they're still leaving some Intel variants available because I think they need to offer those options for educational institutions and mm -hmm. uh, businesses that have corporate, you know, security and crap like that, that need Intel chips to be available. They're going to keep those in the lineup. I think they're going to offer an Intel Apple Silicon variant of every computer that they offer today. But I don't think that means that it's going to entirely replace or displace specific models. So I think there might be a Mac Pro Mini or Mac Mini Pro or whatever. And they're like, yeah. this is the new computer for everyone. But also, we, we still sell the Mac Pro. And oh, oh, by the way, we updated the chip in it because, you know, X game developer needs it. To, this is another thing that people don't realize. There's a bunch of very, very, very big game studios um, that run Mac Pros for game development because they mm. use um, uh, Unreal Engine, which builds and and uh, works on the Mac way better than it does on Windows, apparently. Uh, it sucks at actually playing those games, but making the games <laughs> yeah. real good. And yeah. so... Um, you know, there's just a bunch of these larger corporate customers that Apple knows are important, even if they don't really like super benefit their bottom line, where if all they have to do is replace a chipset and then throw in some new CPUs, it's mm -hmm. not that hard. It's worth doing. And it's a license to print free money for all of these companies that are guaranteed to upgrade. And so I'll send you some stuff that I have. Ready, I'll send you some stuff that I have that, I mean, obviously we can't share publicly. Maybe I'll share it yeah. or like show stuff in the future. But like there's some like the enclosure for the Mac Mini Pro is kind of exactly what you expect. It just looks like Mac Mini stacked on top of each other. But there's this we don't know the name of it, but we have uh, schematic files for a. <laughs> I don't think I've said this publicly, but it's a, a hexagonal Mac. Like it's think. Um, yeah, I can send you the file to show you what it looks like, but think. Um, Think a stop think, sign that you bend it in the shape of a stop yeah, sign. Yeah, think like, uh, like uh, the trash can Mac weird. Pro, that style like tube, but hexagonal. Weird. 
Yeah, no idea like it. which so Mac weird. it is or yeah, I don't know the name of it. Obviously, things don't go by names in the schematics, but yeah, it's yeah. it's weird. It looks it looks a lot to me like the trash can one. It's kind of like a tube, but it's just not round. It's like a stop sign yeah. all the way down. So I don't know. I don't know what they're. I mean, I really like the current Mac Pro design, but like we don't need that for the M chips. Yeah. No. All right, I want to play. Way too uh, big. Way too heavy. What do you I enjoyed play? your points. I want to play counter to, to what you guys have just said. So you've been making all these things about these edge cases. Apple's going to leave these on, on, like on sale for a while. I think those are good points. Okay. My counter to this is how explicitly Apple made multiple comments to in their keynote with new MacBook Pros. They're like, and we're just halfway through our transition. And we are halfway through our transition. Like they made it very clear that they saw themselves as being extremely on track. Like I don't believe in, I didn't believe in my heart until the event that we would really be getting like a Mac pro replacement next year. I'm just like, is Apple mm -hmm. Silicon, like you're getting up to like what, like 30, 40,000, like in Geekbench scores, multi-core, you know, for, for these processors, like there's no way Apple Silicon's going to be there. But at the event, they just keep mentioning over and over, like we're halfway there. Which to me says there will be a pretty insane Mac Pro replacement that is out on the market a year exactly from now. And yeah. I just, I don't see Apple, especially with Intel shading Apple the way that they are. I don't think Apple likes it. And I think they want to get rid of Intel because they're also going to make way more money per machine if one of the core components is their own. So it's like the, the faster they get it out, the more money they're making and the more they can say good riddance Intel, like they've just, it's the fact that they've been so optimistic and clear that like we're halfway through a transition. Like maybe that's marketing. Blase. I was going to say like, that, oh, could look, a, look how that could be we a are. Zucks thing. We're like, but Zucks really optimistic time, about the metaverse, but he does mean it. Like they also like, have promised this, like, because yeah. I, I was concerned when they first announced two years, I was like, eh, you know, give or take. And even Mark Gurman was reporting. was like, it'll probably be about two years. Yeah. But Apple just came out and said, like, essentially, we will have every computer with Apple Silicon in it by next year. And I think selling Intel makes sense for the reasons you guys described. I just don't. I just think Apple is going to make that the shortest amount of time possible. And if they do have something as powerful, maybe there's some proprietary tech that they launch inside of these Mac Pros that fits those edge cases in some way. Like, I know this isn't the same thing, but like an afterburner compatibility type mm. layer or card for these edge cases. You know, maybe building it externally More rather dongles. than relying on the Intel silicon. Yeah, I, I don't know if that makes sense or works <laughs> in these cases, but no, I you know, think it does. And that's, I, I part that, of that's my benefit. only rebuttal. Well, that's part of the benefit to the chiplet technology, right? So, the the, the chips that are rumored are literally the M1 Max times two and times four, and you just glue them together, and then you share system memory, and the chip gets hotter and it gets. Um, you know, it draws more power because it's, it's literally a larger chip because they're not going to have a, a process shrink. I don't think in the next year and a half. And so they're literally just going to take the chip they have, glue them together. And now they have mega chip. <laughs> and that's a great application for something like a Mac pro or an iMac pro where they can have a hotter mm. power, hungrier chip in a chassis that would not work for something like, you know, a macbook pro and, and they've got it they've already got machines that are that are able to dispel quite a bit of heat the mac pro especially and so maybe they'll just throw mm. it in the same enclosure maybe who knows maybe they come out with pcie slot compatibility for specific cards and i kind of don't think so but maybe 
I do agree that the transition will be finished in two years. The question is, do they kill the remaining Intel Max in their lineup? And that's what I don't know about. I know there mm. will be an Apple Silicon variant of everything. I just don't know if that will be the only variant of everything, if that makes sense. Gotcha. I think I agree. Yeah, fair. Fair. I, I agree with Quinn because he knows <laughs> more than I do. That's not true. And he he but. proofs his videos before he puts them out. That's how you know you can trust the man. <laughs> Hey, Genius Bar listeners, let us know what you think. Genius Bar, is there going to be an Intel Mac available for sale in January of 2023? Not going to lie, forgot we were doing a podcast. I was just thought we were talking. It says, if you just look in the bottom left corner, it says what we're doing. That's how I forget sometimes. I'm like, oh, Genius Bar podcast. (laughs) Okay. That's right. Okay. That's right. Uh, So I agree with Quinn, but there's going to be lots of people down in the comments arguing, giving reasons as to why. There's not yeah. going to be an Intel one, but I think, I mean, especially since, didn't we see it pop up on Geekbench or was, well, there was some sort of leak of the Intel version? <sighs> yes. My only counter is that why are they waiting? Like Quinn said, Marketing. I agree. No, I'm saying it makes sense to put a new chip in. Uh-huh. Why did they release a bunch of GPUs separately a couple months ago and have still not touched the CPUs? I believe since 2019, right? Mm-hmm. Like, Alder, what, like, what are they waiting for? I mean, Alder Lake's kind of rolling out, right? So are they available in mass yet? I don't know. They might be. Well, they but might those be. might wa- have been engineering samples because, yeah, they're not out yet. So they might be waiting to launch alongside. Like to, it's like hmm. for the for the last. Um, it's like uh, the iPhone five C. It's just like here's the new iPhone, but also here's this one. So they might do like, uh, you know, M1, whatever, ultra premium X machine. What are they going to call? What are they going to call the four M1 Maxes, Quinn? The M1 Ultra. Who knows? I, yeah, they're in trouble there. I, I can't imagine. No, I don't know. (laughs) I feel feel like it makes. No, I literally don't know. M1 Max 2. M1 Max Yeah, I feel like it makes the most sense to put it out with the M1 version. Like here's the Apple yeah. Silicon Mac Pro, Possible. but also if you need it here is the and here's the last Intel Mac Pro ever. Get your shit but together. To me, slight interjection ahead, to answer your question. Uh the Xeon capable next gen chips, they're called Sapphire Rapids and they are not yet publicly available. So maybe that's why they're waiting. Okay. Intel's mm. taking okay, a sweet time. They've had engineering samples fair. for 6 8 months and once they get them in mass then they release them. But maybe mm, okay. we're also maybe in the middle of expecting it to happen also. earlier. And yeah, maybe yeah. Apple thought it was going to happen six months ago and agree where they're like, this is taking too long. We're, we're bagging it. But I don't know. Maybe. It just yeah, seems like maybe. such that, an easy that thing to do that I yeah. can't imagine. Yeah. They won't yeah. Do it. That's why I'm saying like it's, like, it's not Mac like Pro. the design is c- constrained. No. And that that computer was so expensive to design. And to if it takes you this much time to release an updated variant for the weirdos that want it, why would you not do it? Yeah. yeah, but it's also saying, Apple we're cause... talking about, so I don't know. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> they have yeah. the reasons. They're waiting for Johnny Ive to come back and put his little finishing touches on a Wednesday. That's right. Come in and finish the design. You got anything else you want to talk about, Sam? <sighs> no, I. Um, I got nothing. I don't think there was anything else that that happened. I mean, we're basically. At, do we all agree that there's no more Apple products coming the rest of the year? Are we done? It's November first. Yeah. Like we got two months to close out yeah. 2021. We're done. We're done. News drought. Here we come. We're done. In fact, uh, Quinn was talking to us. I think, I don't know. I don't think we said this on the show. I think we said it before we started recording. He has a podcast where they do everything in seasons. 
we should have, this should be the season wrap for Genius Bar and we don't come back until there's news again. Yeah, but then we don't make any money. Yeah, contracts and stuff. Yeah, we're stuck. Right. We're, we right. have to make stuff up. Uh, don't worry, I'll come up with some more Apple Watch leaks before next week. Please. Quinn, well, hey, that's where uh, we should close it. Yeah, yeah Quinn has a podcast, everyone. Them. I just learned. So now, Quinn, you have to tell everyone about your podcast so they can listen to you because yeah. you just started it back find up. You? Sure, you could go to relay.fm slash flashback or search flashback in your favorite podcast app. Uh, we talk about old technology. We've done the great thing about uh, podcasts that are not news related sorry guys is that they're like forever <laughs> relevant so you can yeah. go back and listen to yes. our old episodes and they're as relevant today as they were last year um, but with this new season that we just started uh, we finished our first episode last week is all about the history of IBM um, from their very beginnings as a kind of a conglomeration of companies in the late 1800s all the way up to what? today. So it's going to be an exciting season. What? Exciting season. And if you haven't checked it out, you definitely should. Thank you. Better podcast than what ours. You, uh, <laughs> you want to listen to a real uh, podcast? Nah, no. Nah. <laughs> what are your uh, I have Twitter, one, YouTube, my Instagram My co-host is a real can... podcaster. I'm just the, the, the jack hole that's the YouTube guy, you know? <laughs> Do you have what? What are you were saying, Sam? What What are like the handles people can find you? Oh. Like if they want to find you on Twitter, on YouTube, like what do they search to oh. find you? Yes, um, I'm like a disease. I kind of own the word snazzy now, so you can just search snazzy and I pretty much show up uh, on Twitter and Instagram and Snapchat. I don't really use that account, but it's there uh, at snazzy Q, <laughs> uh, and then on Twitter or on YouTube, you can go to YouTube.com/slash snazzy. Or awesome. Or you can just wait for Quinn to put some uh, some more Facebook ads up for, for the podcast. <laughs> I'll, I'll get to you eventually. You'll see me in your feet. <laughs> All right, guys. That's it. Thanks for listening. Thanks for hanging out. Uh, Quinn, thank you for being on the show. Uh, you don't know Thanks, this, guys. but you, we're, you're also on next week, okay? Okay. Sounds good. This is your new podcast. Quinn. <laughs> Thank you for coming. It was a pleasure. I'm glad. Uh, you know, it was, it was our first time speaking, so it was it was awesome to get to know you a little bit better. And uh, you're a standout, dude. And we appreciate you. Thanks. Oh, you both as well. Thank you. Okay, that was too nice. Quinn, you suck. <laughs> okay, <laughs> see you guys There's next the week. Truth. There's the truth. <laughs> Love you guys. It was an awesome Bye. show. We'll see you later. Bye.